Have you guys heard of the new show on the Can-Out Network, the Ichiban Sweetcast? It's the brand new New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast starring the International Wrestling Grand Prix. That's me, your good friend Curtis Spears. And me, your bad friend Rafe Houston. And we're here to talk about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling, reacting to everything, getting worked up, getting very happy, sometimes crying. Kind of like like something else we used to do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was the old uh, Okada Shorts podcast, right? Ah, uh, that's right. And if you love that show, you're going to love this show because it's exactly the same show. Yeah, we just had to change the name. Yeah, we, we did. But you can check it everywhere on a social media handle that we haven't made yet. <laughs> yeah, we're really new to this. So <laughs> what you can do is search on your favorite podcast catcher of choice. Look for the Ichiban Sweetcast. Sweetcast, Ichiban. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. everybody and welcome to ring post radio a special bonus year in review episode uh holy crap there's a shit ton of viewers in the viewers on the thing i don't even know you drive them off you don't acknowledge them (laughs) i I acknowledge them and then three people left (laughs) anyways thank you everybody for joining us this special bonus episode of ring post radio um we are discussing for this episode the 2023 year in wrestling uh we're going to go through as many promotions as we can the next two hours to talk about what we thought of the year that we watched um what we saw um maybe reasons why we didn't watch certain things uh and then sort of maybe our expectations or or things about the 2024 year uh calendar season for these various promotions uh, and then I guess whether or not we're going to cover them in this upcoming year of Ring Post Radio. I am your host, Ryan Knightsey, uh, in my newly renovated uh, uh, office. Your background's quite boring. I, it, I, we just put in the furniture <laughs> yesterday, so there's nothing on the walls. I wow. have this. I have this lamp that eventually will be useful, but for right now, it just blows out my background, and, and it is terrible. But. Hopefully, that being said, hopefully my audio and the show's audio is all good. Please let us know if you're watching us online on YouTube or Twitter or X or whatever. Please leave a comment uh, throughout the show for various thoughts, but immediately if the audio sounds good. Uh, I'm your host, Ryan Nicey. Like I said, with me as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that's been awake for, sorry, been asleep for three hours in the past day uh scotty edwards scotty how are you doing today we're way past the day of only having three hours of sleep we're at like 30 40 i don't know um, i'm exhausted i can't believe i said yes to doing this you said yes uh, to doing this knowing that you'll be awake forever listen listen i thought i'd sleep a lot more than i did um but here i am to talk about things that i have to really think about so that's troubling <laughs> 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 All I can remember is like the four shows I've watched over mm-hmm. the past day. Yeah. And you're asking me to remember an entire year of professional wrestling for yeah. about 25 different companies. So this should be a blast. 
Yeah, it should be a blast and a half and two more halves. Uh, I this is a very I, important I, episode, by the way. Like yes. for anyone that doesn't know that hasn't been here for this episode, this is where we decide what the hell we're talking about for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's important that we get to this episode. Yeah, very, very early on, as much as fights will happen. happen, fights will happen. Hustles we'll, will happen over we'll, certain promotions. We'll. I'm going to be really at bat for uh, NWA this year. <laughs> that's disgusting. I can't believe no, you said not, that out loud. I don't think that's going to happen. I think we can immediately cross it off the board anyways. But I guess we'll talk about it still. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's always an interesting episode to get. I think like this is an episode that really gets like our full. And I like doing these episodes not just because it's like us figuring out what we want to cover and letting our audience know what we plan on covering in the new year. Sure. Um, Obviously, if something comes up or a promotion gets hot, we'll talk about it, I guess. But otherwise, uh, that the, I, I also think it's oh, one of our few, if our if not our only opportunities for you and I to like get our like total viewpoint of all wrestling and, the, wrestling. and like literally take a temperature of how our feelings are of various promotions. We we kind of dip in and out throughout right. the year, but this is the first. This is like the only time where you and I can really sit down and talk about like, hey, what do we think about, I don't know, CMLL? Hey, what do we think about uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro? Like, what do we think about all these things? Uh, this is the few times of the year we get to do that. And I really I really enjoy these episodes. Yeah, I do too. It's one that I look forward to every year. It's like the kind of the benchmark to kick off our year. Uh, this year, however, we had to kind of change it. Usually we do this as like a normal episode. But the realization of how much wrestling is happening in January made us realize we probably shouldn't shoehorn it onto the end of uh, the same episode that has Wrestle Kingdom and many other wrestling events and so on and so forth. So here we are. If you're listening live, thank you. Uh, If you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or whatever or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you as well. Uh, we've, you know, we have a lot more viewers now than we did the last time we did this episode, uh, this episode over a year ago. Mm-hmm. So buckle up, get into this it. Be baby. Fun. When get I say something in- bad about your favorite promotion, I'm sorry. And we probably will, or at least Ryan, have a Ryan, discussion. Well, unless you're a big MLW fan, which yeah. if, you're, if you're a major leaguer like me, uh yeah no uh total non-stop ryan actually no i forgot that's your 2024 uh mm-hmm. name but mm-hmm. you know i'll give you a chance you know i appreciate it i appreciate it scotty uh well like we said we're talking about a lot of different various topics here so uh i guess and if you're in uh listening along watching along to us live while we record this whether it be youtube or twitter um, we would appreciate it. Give us a comment about your thoughts about various promotions throughout Thumbs the year. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. If you want to send us money, that'd be pretty sick. That's. Um. I also agree with that. <laughs> um, but also, I guess uh, if there's any other promotions you want us to cover this year, is that something we can also ask in the chat? Uh, you say NWA, it's not happening. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss it in the moment when those. I do have a list uh in front of me of 18 promotions i can come up with of varying degrees of discussion that have sort of been on our radar in the past um so i figured that would be a good starting point if there are any new ones that people want to talk about or bring up to the table uh i guess we'll get to that but i think I mean, without further to do, is there any other? Uh, I don't know. Any you other? Starting with the hottest company in the world today. 
Uh, that is right. We are going to talk about AAA to open up our discussion. Oh. <laughs> you said the hottest oh. company, right? <laughs> you, I didn't say alphabetical order. Oh. You, said the, you said the one that generates the most heat, right? That's what you said. Oh, God. Oh, this is how you send everyone away, by the way. Just want oh, to know. this is how I do it? This is yeah. how we do it? I can't. I don't have a noise, but for that. <laughs> this is how. Yeah, see, I, I, no, this is this is bad. This is bad. That's fair. A great start. There's no. Are we actually start. starting with AAA? No, no. We'll start with. Oh, uh, well, I think we'll start with WWE. That's the granddaddy of that, them all, right? That's what I said. The hottest promotion in the world today. The Beast is back, and not Brock Lesnar. I was about to say. So WWE, let's open up this conversation. So 2023 year in review, WWE, a very, I mean. <laughs> the most newsworthy year of all years they get sold to tko to you well they get sold to endeavor merge with the ufc become tko as the year goes on we realize that vince mcmahon is further and further out of this company triple h and nick Khan are fully at the helm uh, uh at the helmsley if you will um no. and it's been an interesting year i would say we've had the bloodline obviously dominating the stories uh, with the start start of the year with the Sami Zayn Elimination Chamber match, the Cody Rhodes WrestleMania match, the Jey Uso SummerSlam match that I think that was sort of the turning point for a lot of their fan base here. A um, lot of maybe, maybe malaise, a lot of negativity as well maybe throughout uh, for various things. But Scotty, what do you think about WWE? How do you think WWE's 2023 year has been uh it can't be seen as anything but a complete success in terms of business in terms of popularity in terms of success this company has gone from many people questioning its products just two years ago to it's running away from pretty much any competition in every which way uh i still think that they do step in front of themselves from time to time and they I think they could be even hotter than they are now, but the reality is they are as popular. They 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 haven't been this popular since probably the Attitude Era, in all actuality, or around that time. Um, there, it's ref, record profits every place they go to. They sell out every building they go to. It feels like, and we're now heading into a time where they might have the Rock at their disposal. They have CM Punk at their disposal they they were taking victory laps the last couple months of the year truthfully and listen i have many problems with wwe we don't even you know we cover a lot of wrestling on this show wwe is probably like third most you know after new japan and AEW, i'd say in terms of topics but wwe god bless them they always have some news for us um, and there was a newsworthy year, but it's a winning year for them in every which way. Like if you have to vote promotion of the year, no, no bias in there in terms of like your enjoyment, you just go off of the usual business metric, excitement, attendance, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. WWE is going to win that anyways, cause they're number one, but they're doing it at the highest possible level. This isn't them, you know, three, four years ago selling half of an arena 
right? And they have to shield half of it because it's not selling tickets. No, they're showing the entire buildings for a reason. They're very proud of what they've accomplished. And that has a lot to do with the booking changes, obviously, that we started to see at the end of last year. And pretty much has taken over completely this year. I still think there are some things that aren't for me, but it's hard to say anything about WWE other than they've done everything they could have asked for more for their fans. And they're heading into what I think could be their biggest um, couple months yet with the rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah, I think that's fairly accurate. I mean, success financially, obviously uh, a great year. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, massive success in terms of being merged with another company. Well, I guess not massive success. There were certain things of like um, they merged and then they got the SmackDown deal and that wasn't necessarily seen as a massive success. They still make a bajillion dollars off of it. So uh, in in that way, it's still a success. Um, But yeah, it's still like very much a financial success. WB has always been at least for a very long time for the past several decades. Um, my interest in the company, I don't know. I feel like my interest in the company has certainly from baseline to at least peaked is kind of where I'm at. I still keep WWE at a distance. And with Vince now basically nearly, if not, you know, nearly fully gone from the company uh, and Triple H uh, booking the shows, I'm very intrigued to see how 2024 shakes out with them. And I think, I mean, before this week started, Scotty, I would have come on here and said, you know, I think WrestleMania is sort of make or break. You know, if they do the bloodline and they do Cody Rhodes and Cody doesn't win it again, you know, that would have been, oh yeah, Bloom's fully off the rose. We don't really unsure. Um, And Triple H has always had sort of a uh, difficulties in terms of ending stories, quote unquote. Um, Triple H was cooking. Apparently what Triple H was cooking, what Nick Khan was cooking is Dwayne the Rock Johnson to probably show up at WrestleMania and face Roman, a thing that I fully thought wasn't going to happen. And now it is. Um, 2023 is a success. I wasn't fully into it. It's been it was a lot of weird sort of booking turmoil and weird booking things because of I'll that. say I was a lot more into it this year than I have been in a long time. That's where I'm at. Is like before before this year, before really SummerSlam, it was just sort of like all right, <laughs> all right, WWE doing classic WWE things. It's at least improved. Am I yeah. over the moon? Is it my favorite promotion in the, in the universe? No. I don't but, think you uh, have one anymore, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, and I think that's just sort of like the wrestling style of it all, but it's certainly gotten more interesting, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but I guess if I look at it, like what we actually talk about, uh, there are bright points, right? There are the Cody Rhodes aspect, the Gunther aspect, uh, CM Punk and the never ending story that comes with him. Like that makes the new year interesting. Uh, I, you know, we have some people in the chat. Um, I love dogs said I thought WWE tags division was the best tag division in wrestling. I can't argue against that because I think tag team wrestling was so weird yeah. in 2023 yeah that like kevin and sammy did a great job 
Mm-hmm. They got full consideration for me. There's also, you know, Damian Priest and Finn Balor did a very good job as champions for a lot of the year. The Usos, obviously. Um, truthfully, mm-hmm. they had one of my top tag matches of the year, WrestleMania, between the Usos and Kevin and Sammy. So I can't disagree with that. We have hurt, uh, hear you in the chat. Rock versus Roman's having a chamber. I don't see them do that to Cody. Well, I hope that's the way they go, but you know, I don't have hope. <laughs> I theorized, Hiru. I theorized on the latest Ring Post Radio, which of course you've heard as a listener and a fan of the show. I theorized in the last episode that, huh, maybe all this contract extension top conversation. What if all this contract extension conversation uh with Cody Rhodes was simply because he's not winning at WrestleMania and they need to extend it a year? And then The Rock showed up the next day. And I was like, well, <laughs> I don't know about this one anymore, yeah. Cody. Yeah. Which I mean, they now... definitely wanted to re-sign him anyways, but yeah. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, now, but I now want to look up, when did The Rock show up on SmackDown? I want to look this up ago, real quick. And then the strike ended. It went, went, what month, though? Because it was in the November? fall. September. September. September, sure. Whatever you say. Yes, it looks like it was September. So the Rock shows up in September, so halfway through September, and then we get the the report this past month about Cody getting an offer, whether or not he signs it, a contract extension offer, the next month in October. I wonder if the Rock came in, they had discussions about it for about a month, they came to a decision and signed him for the WrestleMania match, where seemingly they might have signed him beforehand, but uh, signed The Rock, I guess. Uh, and then they were like, hey, Cody, yeah. <laughs> what, can we keep you for a year? Can we keep you for another year? Uh, I think they signed, I'm guessing they signed to a longer-term deal, truthfully. But um, I will say this. I'm very interested to talk about WWE in the new year. They have me very intrigued, and it's that time of the year where I am usually intrigued. Um, this time of year, last year, I thought it actually was really good for them with mm-hmm. the uh, Bloodline stuff, obviously Sami Zayn, Cody coming back. Uh, but at, in this year, we have The Rock. We have CM Punk. I don't know. I'm all for the chaos, you know? It's like they, there's going to be a lot of chaos. There's going to be a lot of people that are unhappy. Yeah, um, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they have the big Australia show, obviously, that I think kind of will determine what WrestleMania looks like at the end of the day, one way or the other. So, yeah, ultimately, whether or not that's Rock and Roman at Perth or I don't know, Elimination Chamber could be the Elimination Chamber. I mean, what, there's maybe an outside chance that that match is going to be Cody versus Roman. Uh, and sort of a there Sami is Zane, there's a Sami Zayn role of Cody Rhodes. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of weirdness with WWE, but after such a great year, I mean, good good for them. Would WWE fans be upset if Cody wrestled Roman at Elimination Chamber and win? That that ultimately completes the story. Does yeah, I just, think, I just think they want it at WrestleMania. I also I don't know if they'd have Roman lose and then face The Rock. Well, Maybe it would, it would be fine if he beats The Rock. Yeah, so just for me, like the other way around makes more sense. Like beating The Rock, then losing Cody, rather than losing to Cody, then beating The Rock. That's but, fair. Um, twenty twenty four for WWE. 
I think another aspect that we'll talk about a lot with like AEW and a lot of these American, I guess Japan, Japan just every promotion. Pretty much is, the top ones, by the way, I should say. Like WWE, AEW, they're locks for <laughs> our conversations. Yeah, we're gonna uh, talk, we're, we're gonna really have like, we ha- we're required by wrestling law to talk about WWE. Yeah. Um, but an interesting conversation that we can have, especially this year, is the free agency of it all. Uh, WWE yeah, is already hated. WWE is already bringing in people. We're hearing these names left and right. Uh, Andrade is coming in. Uh, Naomi's coming back. Seemingly, reportedly, uh, like the, the, report, the these are reports. Uh, I believe Camille was some was a name that was it, brought up. Strongly interested in. Uh, Julia was reported a, a day of a recording about going to NXT. Um, they already have Jade. They already. Whoa, have- whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, what? Huh? What? What? Did you not hear that? About what NXT? Julia? Well, yeah. When when did this come out? This came out on Twitter. Some people were tweeting about it. Uh, okay, this... whatever. I'll go find it. You keep talking. Yeah, the current the current report online is that Julia. It's BWE is I guess the WWE Insider Twitter handle, or whatever. And they reported that Julia is coming in. She's going to NXT. Um, that was the. That was the big uh, report com- that came out today. I guess not, yeah. not report, rumor there. Um, but yeah, there she's coming in. They already brought in Jade. They already brought in CM Punk, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. I guess, uh, and I'm sure they're going to bring in more people. Uh, and so I think they're setting themselves up for having an interesting year. I think 2024 especially is going to be. I think I think this will be the year of the end of the bloodline. I feel like it should be. Uh, maybe that's my personal preference. It feels like we're bubbling up to that point, but at the same time, if it's not, I think people will be disappointed. Uh, if it if it does end, it's all about how it lands and all about how it works. If The Rock defeats Roman, I don't know if people will be entirely happy about they, that. Which is weird to, to say because it's The Rock stuff this year. It, right it feels like it should be right it, it just feels like we're getting to that point we've run its course we've been at that point we've <laughs> been at that point post wrestlemania yeah. bloodline stuff has mostly been bad honestly post summer like the, slam especially post summer slam is not real roman the other been around but yeah. no but i mean that's that's fair uh but it's that was the moment of the jay uso match where everyone was like well that stunk <laughs> okay what's next um yeah Gonna... Yeah, I don't know. I think I think they're they've set themselves up quite nicely to have a good year. It's just it feels they're like they're gonna have a good year. Oh well, of course. I my point here is in terms of my personal preference of WWE, they've set themselves up for a good year. It's just all about how it lands for a yeah. lot of their major stories, and I'm not entirely sure how they will accomplish that. Now, if the rock that yeah. throws a big old wrench, they, so I'm, I'm, they, I'm nervous, but I'm also like, interested. they have a lot of long-term things that need to be settled, right? Yeah. They have Gunther's title reign. They got the bloodline. They got uh Rhea Ripley and wherever she's going, presumably Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got like, there's a lot here that they need to decide and that's going to set them up for the rest of the year ultimately where yeah. they go with certain things and i think that's the exciting part because i'm actually interested in those three things um you know one more than the other but uh they'll be fine and i'm sure uh 
you know, listen, if they deliver WrestleMania like last year, that was as entertaining as it was. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, even that. I mean, this is the first year of a, a, a properly Triple H led, fully Triple H led WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, yeah. This last year, no more Omos versus of... Brock Lesnar, <laughs> which is kind of beast, actually. So Brock Lesnar being the curtain jerker of that event, just being like, "All right, let's get out of here." <laughs> it's pretty sick, though. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I, there's they've set themselves up, and I'm intrigued by a lot of things. It's just still, I'm still like, ah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, WrestleMania post WrestleMania season is very much who knows. And you know, Scotty, we didn't even talk about it all. Everyone's current ticking time bomb right now is post WrestleMania. What does the post WrestleMania CM Punk of it all look like? Maybe post WrestleMania by SummerSlam or whatever. The whole company is in turmoil because CM Punk has punched, I don't know, Roman Reigns in the in the dick and then it upset everybody or something. I don't sick. know. Uh, who knows? Who knows what oh, that guy's gonna do? I can't believe Julia's going to NXT. Sorry, you lost me. Let's get let's move on from WWE. <laughs> Fuck this company. <laughs> I'm done with this company. Uh AEW, other major company, of course, that we always talk about. I mean, they're obviously a lock. T shirt company, whatever they like to call them. A competitor brand? What are they? Uh, I'll, you know, I'll kick off AEW here. Uh, what a wild year for them, huh? It, a very interesting year, to say the least. You, you know that um, that meme that's like, we're so back. Oh, my God, it's doomed. We're so, like, that was this year for AEW. Uh, so many ups, so many downs. CM Punk stuff, obviously, was ridiculous. The elites... Um, Weird contract stuff and also disappearances constantly. Terrible maybe because of that booking, contract stuff. Period. Terrible mm-hmm. booking. Um, there's a lot to like. There's a lot to dislike. Obviously, business is whatever. You know, when when I move away from WWE, I start not caring about the business side of things anymore. I just care about the wrestling things. Well, I can talk about the business side of AEW. It, the business got to a point. This is a weird thing. It's not a hot product. It's not a hot product. The business got financially, the ratings and ticket sales started to dip so much that they felt inclined to increase the number of pay-per-views they do a year. I still think that's a good idea. I still think it's a good idea. More money is more money, baby. Capitalism all the way. Because I know a lot of people like the four, five setup. For mm-hmm. AEW, mm-hmm. I think more pay-per-views has made their TV easier to write these past couple of months. It's made certain things more exciting. Now we're in. Now we're going to see what it feels like to go back to the long-term build of Revolution and what does TV look like with that, right? Yeah. Um, but listen, at the end of the day, they still did what they did with All In. And I don't think anything else matters for them. Like, that's their shining prize. You know how I know it's their shining prize? I have to freaking hear about the next one every freaking week on TV. That is true. That every is true. single week, which I get. I get that you want people to buy tickets because the tickets are already on sale. But, uh-huh. hey, you know what? You got eight months to build to that damn thing. Give it a break. Push the pay-per-views you have coming up that are, oh, I don't know, in a few months, you know, sooner. Revolutions, you know, pretty much sold out. But actually, it's it has sold out once. They keep adding tickets, so it keeps selling out again and again and again. But my point remains, lots of ups and downs. Um, 
I, I do some, want to talk. What are some of their booking ups? Booking up Swerve Strickland. Okay. I don't At know. Late the year. I don't know if there's a better rise in this company this year than Swerve Strickland. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a bona fide superstar. He is someone that feels undeniable as your next or second to next AEW World Champion. Uh, I think that's You're really hinted at it uh, this past Dynamite too. Yeah. Um, the other booking up the decision to roll with the Continental Classic, obviously. Uh, that is what sets AEW apart from WWE. That is that is what the competitor brand is supposed to be in many of our eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, other booking ups. I liked early in the year Adam Page and John Moxley. Yeah, I think they, yeah. They were given a bad deal with uh, Adam Page's injury, but they were able to yeah. flip it and turn it into. Uh, something exciting yeah, that ultimately yeah. led to blood and guts. So well, that was, I think, that I enjoyed that. They made some great signings this year. Like, listen, they they are going to be able to roll out a lot of these signings in the new year and say, "Look at what we did!" Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we just saw Mariah May make her debut. She's obviously going to be a superstar. I've been yeah. saying it on this damn show for months. So much so that I had some people reach out to me. Oh yeah, she's awesome. I was like, no, I wasn't lying. I was like, I, I, you think I was kidding about Mariah Man? No, she she is the one. They signed Will Ospreay, who was the, set to be the biggest free agent of 2024 before he could even get there. Obviously, he's not around yet, but that was a big deal. Uh, they signed a lot of talent. And yeah. there's a real chance that, you know, when we do this next year, we're talking about the biggest free agent signing they've had other than CM Punk. Uh, but, you know, until that happens, we'll wait and see. Nick uh, Nemeth, but, of course, is what we're talking about. No, 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 no. Nick Nemeth is in better place than than AEW. Better, better spot for us zigzaggers out there that are uh, very much into the the return of Dolph Ziggler. Um, but there's been downs, right? And it 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 starts and ends with MJF. I it, a, f- it a fascinating year. A fascinating year. I would say. A, for the most part, a really good year in ring, right? I mean, you have the Omega match, you have the Danielson match. Those are the first two things that jump out to me. <sighs> what else jumps out to me? Uh, <laughs> I'd listen, say it's listen, a really good year. You didn't like, I understand this. Not everyone likes the Adam Cole story, but initially, that was red hot and the most popular story sure. of the year. And then For it sure. went all went all to shit when he got hurt, but it was carrying them. It yeah. made people excited. I have to give MJF that credit. But sure. there are so many other bumpy parts of this reign where by the end of August, people wanted to see him lose the belt. Yeah. That isn't what you want in your top baby face. And ultimately, that's what he became, was the top baby face in this company. And now he's out. Now he's injured. He's not going to be back anytime soon, presumably. So we're in an interesting spot. Uh, More down, the the devil stuff, obviously, we've talked about this, was not a good buildup for me, at least. Um, I did not love it. Ultimately, the reveal was, you know, it was fine. 
and we'll see how they follow through. We're still kind of in the midst of that. I think this is a great point from here. You, I need AEW specifically Tony Khan to promote these shows locally. That is so simple, such a easy thing to do. We we've seen it right when they went to California, they had little Hobbs there and so on and so forth. And look what happened. They, they sold out that arena, um, the LA Forum very well. Uh, there, I feel like the reason their attendance is lacking and more organized women's division. We'll get to that when we look forward to 2024. Because boy, oh boy, I made the point on Twitter. Yes, I'm just gonna make the point now. I'm already here. I made the point on Twitter yesterday. They have signed Mariah May. They have signed Deanna Parazzo. They have Megan Bain coming back eventually. I think it's fair um, to say at some point in 2024 she'll return. Some point in 2024. What was the uh, what was the? I know what main name I'm not saying, but I'm trying to look for the uh, fifth name. God, why did I tweet so much? I know this isn't the fifth name, but I you know I imagine they've pushed her a lot recently. I feel like they might bring in full you know as a tier zero or whatever Queen Amanada, and she's a good hand. Great get mm-hmm. for not only depth, but I think she's someone that's quite solid um yeah. just based on oh um yuka sakazaki who's obviously coming yep. in i think um yep. and of course mercedes monet that five plus what you already have in like a jamie hater uh chris statlander willow nightingale let's athena hello i know she i know we don't get to talk about her because she's never in AEW, but that's obviously a big deal like those names should make for not only a more organized women's division, but it has the potential to be the best in America if you utilize it the right way. Now, that's a big if. It's a big if. Well, let's talk about that, because that was the big thing I want to talk about in terms of the cons of MJF as well. Um, we talk about how great of a roster they can easily have or they're potentially going to have in the new they year. They do have a great roster on paper. Sure, 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 sure. That we can talk about you know, the likes of Takeshita and Hobbs and all these other people that are around. The problem is, is that at least in the past second half of the year, especially um, a lot of those people kind of got pushed to the wayside to make more room for MJF and the devil and Adam Cole for timeless Tony storm for Roddy strong. Um, uh, We're still getting bits like that. I mean, freaking. Uh, Action Andretti has turned into the ultimate underdog jobber, jobber guy into a guy that drinks water fast. That's his if gimmick, helps, folks. If it helps, <laughs> I don't think he's all that good. But sure, 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 sure. But now his gimmick is I just drink water really super fast. Um, I also drink water really super fast. Do you want me to pull off an Action Andretti? Uh... Can you? You can do that? Um, I once was able to, but I don't know if I could do it with people watching or anything. <laughs> you have um, fright. I, I, I do have stage fright. Sorry, guys. I don't have a full bottle of water either, so it's probably cheating. It's um, less impressive. I have been able to do it, not as quick as he does. But anyway, I think you're right. Here, the, the problem is a start and stop. Start and stop, start and stop, start and stop. It happens with everyone. Kodosuke Takeshita beat Kenny Omega twice in the middle of the ring, and then he disappeared from television. He wasn't sure. injured. He wasn't even in Japan. But I'm not even going to say the problem this year is start and stop because he's had that issue since the beginning of the right. company is start and stop. Right, but we're the, talking the, about the problem. Is, the problem is, is that... Three, whatever the frick number yeah, is. Yeah, the start and stop has always been there. The problem is, is that for some reason, let's just say maybe the world champion, 
people got more interested about stuff that got put on TV was more sports entertainment based and less pro wrestling based. The moment, and I can pin, we can pinpoint the exact moment. It's the moment where MJF stopped being the heel and started being the babyface. The moment it felt like he started to put forward this idea. I mean, ultimately, the the, the first moment is the fatal four way of the four pillars. That whole feud rivalry did not work out. And then that you then go into the Adam Cole feud of him, them feuding together. And then you do the blind uh, limiter tournament. And that's when you start turning MJF face and doing all this stuff. So as soon as that starts happening, uh, you get start getting an influx of these sports entertainment characters. When some people get stops and starts, other people seemingly never get stops and starts and they just keep going. They get the interest of Tony Khan or whatever. And they go MJF. Feels obviously never got a stop and start. Roddy Strong never really got a stop and start. Was on TV pretty much every week. Timeless Tony Storm never really got a stop and start, really. Um, oh, there was another person I had in my head. I mean, not really a stop and start in terms of their stuff, but Sky Blue, someone was on your television literally almost every single week to maybe two, in maybe three 50 times. 50 title matches after losing a smaller title match to then challenge for the world title. Interest got pushed towards this uh, MJF sports entertainment ideology. Um, and whether that is an in, uh, MJF as champion, whether that is an increase of, of specific quote unquote writers, producers, whatever in the back room uh, in terms of giving booking ideas, whatever that may be, whether maybe it's the increase in popularity by WWE when you, you want to go for a similar idea Whatever it may be, AEW leaned heavily into that this year. Um, and if we had to bring it over into 2024 expectations, I don't know exactly where my expectations are for AEW next year because, you know, the Continental Classic was great. We got this, this report from Tony Khan saying, you know what? I, I did my, ran my experiments. He, he was in a lab. He was cooking one night uh in the lab and he he got his control experiments of the the crappy sports entertainment stuff and the cool experimental stuff with the with the freaking um continental classic he did all the experiments and he was like we need more sports-based stuff and then we showed up on dynamite this past wednesday scotty and in the first 20 minutes was just talking and i get it you're coming off the promo the devil reveal you want to do an adam cole promo to start off but 20 minutes of just talking and then ending with a security brawl pull apart that like that's wwe isms right there that's pro wrestling though i know that's pro wrestling but it's pro wrestling especially a pro wrestling of the last 20 years and the last 20 years of american pro wrestling has been wwe central so that that's my point is you want this they talk about the sports-based presentation and then the first thing i see that's like all new year let's get into it and I'm like, I really did not enjoy the show. And now I don't really know how I feel about AEW going in. I'm not with the freakazoid I once was. I am sitting you definitely like aren't because I, I, I am I am people enjoyed that show. I am a Heisman stiff arming them a little bit and being like, hold hold your horses. You know, I I was in a point earlier this year where I'm watching Rampage and Dynamite Weekly. You know, I'm I was at a point at some point this year where I was like all right, let's watch Collision as well. Let's do five hours, right? Uh, Collision should be the one you're watching, to be fair. But well, yeah, well, at this point, that's probably true. That's the most wrestling-based show. 
That's def- that's definitely true. But my point being, at one point I was there, and at this point I'm like, and going to New Year, I'm like, well, I'm fully dropping Rampage. I'm fully gonna drop that Collision Dynamite. We'll we'll see how I feel. I guess at the moment, um, I, I'm I'm I don't know. I they have all this promise of the new year. The women's division looks like it might have a lot of promise. I. I don't know. Will Ospreay is coming in. CM Punk's finally gone. The Elite might be doing something, or they were supposed to be doing something, I guess, to start this year. Um, Adam Page looked great last night, uh, last Wednesday. They're they're promising promising ideas. It's just, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm See, sure. I, I think I'm much more excited about the prospects of the new year than you are. I didn't I didn't dislike that episode as much as you did. I thought the first hour was pretty missable outside of the Mariah May debut. Um, but I, I will the- say I I was not into it. It, it. I said I tweeted out that it felt to me like a pretty good Monday Night Raw episode uh with one AEW match inserted into it. Uh that being of course Darby Allen versus Takeshita. And I saw that and I was like more this why did this not start yeah. the show? Why don't we do all these sort of things all the time? Like to me, it was a, it was starting off the year fresh, not in a full out mission. And I think that's going to be interesting to see from here because obviously they have the champions in place, they have the wrestlers in place, and we'll have to wait and see. Um, I I for once am more intrigued by AEW than you are which is probably the first time ever on this podcast. Uh, but I think it takes, like, one big show, one great show for you to get locked back in, truthfully. Like, one knockout Dynamite. Next year's the anniver- next week, I mean, is the anniversary show. Maybe that's the one. Um, but I think overall, like, for interest levels, they just need to be consistent with booking, and that that is their biggest thing. Be consistent with booking. Be consistent with who you want to be on TV. You, if you want to be the same competitor, sure. Like, I'm fine with promos. Listen, promos are part of professional wrestling. Sure. Uh, but at the same time, I also want great professional wrestling, which AEW, I know, can give me on a week-to-week basis. And if you're not giving that to me on a week-to-week basis, that will be my biggest problem. They have quite the roster to be able to do that, too. They, they have arguably arguably the best roster in the world um when it comes down to it like talent and talent usually rises right and i think there's a lot of directions they're going in the new year with swerve with daniel garcia with samoa joe with mariah may um those are all newer names those are all newer names and i think that excites me a lot about the prospect of aw um, and with all the rumored names coming in, you're not going to have MJF on TV for a while. So, yeah. you know, I think that's going to, you know, when someone's away, it makes the heart grow fonder of someone. And I think that's what's going to happen probably with MJF. He, him taking time off, I think will ultimately be a good thing. Sure. I really do. Cause I think when he comes back, it'll be very different. It'll be, I don't know. I, I, do you think MJF was successful as a babyface? Uh no. And that's my concern is that he's going to come back as a babyface, which was unsuccessful. I I say that, but he's going to have a lot of time to 
develop that character and put thought into it. And he's not going to be the world champion, so the pressure is no longer on him. I think pressure is a real thing, and he really dealt with it. Yeah, and he, I put, after- he put a shit ton of stuff on his plate. Yeah, he he world champion. He's doing all these storylines. He's producing movies. He's right, doing like, all this stuff nonstop. He did too much at once. Yeah. And I think if he can just focus on the wrestling, he can get back to where he should be. But again, it's a lot of wait and see with AEW. There's a lot of excitement still. Like you said, Osprey's still coming in. Mercedes Monet is reportedly on her way. Yep. I mean, if there's anything to spark this company, it's it's those two. You know, it's like you're getting two of the best at, in their craft coming in and being main characters on your show. That's never a bad thing. And I'm hopeful that that's what happens for AEW in the new year because I do know that they can be great. We've seen them be great. They have all the right pieces in line to be great. They just have to go with it. They they just have to... Uh, for lack of a better term, put their money where their fucking mouth is uh, on these. I I also agree. I like splitting the rosters. I really did. Like, I thought that was very unique to both shows. I know some people didn't like that. Uh, So great shout out here. Hear you. Uh, Like, I thought that was fine. When you say say splitting the rosters, what do you mean? You mean the collision of it all? Like, I think. That's what I think. It's not necessarily like a a strict split, right? Like like CM Punk's not going to allow this person to come here anymore. Uh, But it's like, okay, this is where... And it kind of works already, right? We have Danielson and FTR and House of Black. Like, we have the usual people on that show. We have the usual people on Dynamite. I think that will go a long way in, again, bringing some interest to these. And when they collide on their own shows right down the line it'll be more fresh it'll be more interesting uh but i I am hopeful enough for the new year i i you know i'm still like obviously tentative because world's end was not all that exciting overall as a pay-per-view it was mostly uh let down but dynamite left me a little more intrigued because of what was coming out of it which involved takeshita may garcia swerve hangman like these are the people i want to see push um i had another point but i fully forgot it so we're just going to move on to the next promotion i think um, AW's locked in for next year folks tna formerly impact now rechristening themselves as tna total non-stop action is back uh i think this is a sort of tough one in terms of expectation simply because we don't really know what their footprint on TNA is going to be until their first pay-per-view hard to kill. We haven't really seen anything from this now newly formed TNA until uh, January 13th. But 2023 impact its final year is impact um, as sort of this third promotion in America. Let's say, Uh, how do you feel like? uh, Sorry. No, that's fine. I think they, I think they've done a fine job um i think there were points where i was like into it for sure um there were several points hold on stop ryan baby i'm yeah of course uh look out garrett kidney um there were points 
where I was into the show for sure. Uh, there were points where they had interesting stuff. I thought, you know, at the start of the year, we had Josh Alexander as world champion ending his run got injured. And so we sort of lost that a little bit. Steve Macklin picking up short title reign, only 54 days. I'm looking at cage match, but the one match I simply remember uh, in his reign, I feel like he did fairly fine, but the one I simply remember is him versus PCO in that no TQ match. And that shocked me, blew me away at how good that was. Now Chile, a champion. I think he's been fine. Uh, I haven't really been, you know, shocked and all by everything that he's put out. I think he's uh, the right guy for TNA. I think he is too. It's just, I haven't, his run so far has been 210 days long. And I'm like, I can't really remember any matches from it. And I'm looking at the, literally looking at the list right now. Well, I kind of remember Nick Aldis. <laughs> I kind of remember that match. Uh, other, than that, that. other than that, I don't really remember much. I remember the Josh one. Run. Josh Alexander bound for glory. That's fair. I kind of uh, remember that one too. It, it, they've been in an interesting year. I think they've had some highs, and I don't think they've ever had any lows. I think it's just been a lot of middle of the road for impact. Um, I'm not excited for TNA. Ooh, interesting. Why is that? I think they're missing out on... Anyone that might come in and be exciting, I think a lot of people are leaving, right? Uh, the reports are that Trinity's gonna leave, Deanna Perrazzo already left. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the people that you know kind of sparked my interest towards the end of the year don't even belong to the company. Uh, you know, Will Ospreay, for example. Um, who obviously came in for some matches and they were but great we, matches. We knew he wasn't going to go in the team. Yeah, but my, my but my point is they needed a big signing. They needed something big for TNA, and there all oh, there could still be one. But listen, I don't think there is. They they did promise a world shaker. Uh, apparently, I don't know if you heard, but apparently he sort of walked walked that back a little bit. Uh, yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> um, um, when when you go so far with words and then you. You know, you have to bring him back. That tells me a lot. Um, Impact's year was rather entertaining. I think with Impact, the one thing you can count on is that if you turn on one of their special live events, mm-hmm. uh, more often than not, it's an easy watch. Yeah. And I think I appreciate that greatly. Uh, but with TNA, here's the thing. I need them to... I need them to add. I need them to bring in new names. I need them to do something... Because just going into TNA with the current roster does not have me all jazzed. Yeah, they brought in Alex Hammerstone <laughs> to face Josh. <laughs> Woohoo! You know the last time I watched Alex Hammerstone wrestle? Because I don't. Um, I have no idea what form he's in. The last time I saw him, he was injured uh, and wrestling a match, and it was okay. Um, but they those brought are the in. Moves. They yeah. brought in. Uh, they signed Kushida. They signed Trent Seven. They're yeah, they signed, I don't um, like Trent Seven. They signed. They're bringing they in Leon Grizzled Slater. Young. They're they're bringing in Grizzled Young they veterans. Want, see, they're making little right moves, and I'm more excited for the young guys than I am the Trent Sevens of the world. Um, I don't know, man. I just like with TNA. It's it's so wait and see, and when I say yeah. wait and see, I mean like wait and see with caution. 
because it's like what there's something like i i thought when they announced tna coming back i was like oh that's cool you you know it has people paying attention but the way they've rolled it out has been pretty bad like they pretty much shut down tv for the last month of the year yeah and these first two weeks of going into hard to kill and hard to kill's main event has moose in it are you kidding me that is not gonna have me excited for tna i think the most frustrating stuff about uh tna here is that like you said we don't know anything that's happening with uh with them here and they have actively chosen not to do any real pr like i don't know what tna is supposed to be other than just a rebranding of impact Maybe it is just a rebranding of impact. And if that's the case, then it's like, all right, then I'm PLEs though. So PLEs now. Um, I I don't know what the new infusion of talent is other than formerly they've signed Trent seven and Kushida. Um, Hello. Hey, Hey, I I assume this is Eric. Hello, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Eric. How are you? Who knows? Maybe it's not for some reason. Um, yeah, no, uh, I don't really know what it's going to look like. Um, they've announced, like we said, they've announced Hammerstone, Zaya Brookside, the Grizzled Young Veterans, Vikingo. Um, these are all people that they've announced were hard to kill, yet have not signed any of these people. I don't yeah. know if they're signing Vikingo, right. but they've not announced signings for any of these people. So it's like, are they are they are they signed are they coming to the company what is this company if if it uh, if it's going to change at all beyond the yeah. name what does it look like and who knows right right they they need a signing like they need one they need them yeah. they need to get themselves one i'm not saying they need to sign will osprey i'm not saying they have to sign mercedes monet about he's on the table still right i highly doubt it um they need to sign someone who do you right? who who do you think that signing is i we talked about in the slack a couple days ago where it was like it doesn't it doesn't feel like there are many big name signings out there anymore um that we know about it kind of feels like if they had a big name signing it would be someone that like their contract ran out and then they just they're gonna show i don't even know if it's a big name but it's someone that's carrying excitement around them you know that's a difference a mustafa ali carries excitement around him i think as opposed to pretty much everyone else's well <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's a little different now uh but like he he carried excitement when he announced his world tour and and all the dates right a lot of people were buzzing about that he's got goodwill mustafa yeah goodwill that impact tna right. could use and he's someone that if you brought in no he's not going to change the world for them but he's going to be someone that people want to see but you know who's going to show the world? That's Dolph Ziggler, baby. No, 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 no. You're not taking him from New Japan, buddy. Um, you know what? They're going to sign Tamatonga. There's your answer. There you go. You're saved. Done. Yeah, I mean, there's like a billion people out there. Ain't nobody realer than Gorilla. <laughs> he, he put on a real good showing, I'll say, against uh, Shingo. I was shocked of how good it was. TNA needs Elijah, a.k.a. Elias. That's According to Hiru in the chat. By the way, it was, it was Eric. Eric. There we go. Oh, Perfect. Eric. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I mean think, Elijah's. It just I don't. But the problem is I don't think none of the. I think the problem is even like I agree that Mustafa Ali is probably a name that brings in like the most goodwill and the most fan base. I guess, but I no, have a complaint for you. Well, well, let me finish my thought real quick. 
no none of these people feel like they will change the face of TNA. Okay, listen, they're not going to get that person. I don't know. I don't even know who that would be because that's there not, isn't anyone. Point. They promise they're going to change yeah. the world. He, he, what, what here, that here's, here's what I think TNA should be doing. They should be doing what MLW is doing. I never thought I'd say Whoa. Because <laughs> MLW doesn't. Dresses, folks. Here's the thing. MLW does it bad, but at least they're doing it. Right, mm-hmm. the relationship with CMLL means they bring in CMLL wrestlers. The relationship with Tokyo Joshi Pro means they bring in TJPW wrestlers. It's that, like that's what they need to be doing. They need to lean on these partnerships that aren't just New Japan, and you get Kushida out of it. Yeah, I like Kushida. Kushida's cool, but like they need more. They need well, more. They are leaning on them a little bit. They have Okada coming in. They have Osprey coming in. Yeah, they have not just coming New in. Japan. Not just New Japan. We have Vikingo coming in. He's a. But here's the thing: Okada's coming in for like the most vanilla tag team match. Osprey's <laughs> coming in and then never coming back because he's going to AEW. Like, there's a reality here, right? Sure. sure. And they need to work past this reality and get to the other side. They need to sign. It's not even signing people. It's just having people in your environment, in your ecosystem, that you can utilize, right? Or, 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 crazy idea, you push the young talent that you do have that have been ready. Ace Austin, Chris Bay, I will keep saying it. Masha Slamovich does not need to be in only a tag team anymore. She is ready. You're losing all these women. You, you're you losing all these talent to other companies. This is what you do. Yeah. This is how you go about it. And I think that's, I think they know that. I hope they know that. Because, listen, TNA has been a company that has, come back one time after time after time they need an identity tna needs an identity moving forward they to be fair i don't think tna really has ever had a full-on identity i understand that for like longer than maybe i'll say a year or two yeah like they need an identity for tna outside of we're called tna and they and they currently haven't done any pr to explain if that is anything other than just a rebranding of a name um but I was love... talking about this promotion because it's freaking the first year of TNA back, so we have no choice. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I think I want to keep talking about TNA. I think I, all it well, takes I... is one person. All it takes <laughs> is one person, folks. Uh, As we've seen, one vote thing here. Um, I want to keep talking about TNA. Ultimately, I think the decision comes down to how hard to kill is and what we get from it. You know, if. Maybe they maybe they are presenting this identity. Maybe they are, are going to have some astronomical sign that we don't know about. Maybe MJF's coming into the promotion. I don't know. You know, TNA. Like, who knows? Gets ahead by signing new young talent. I've been asking for them to do this more and more. Leon Slater, I got excited about. Yep. Um, the oh, what's her name? What's her name? They just signed her. Um, the, the person that's of a subculture. Yeah, that's a good signing. I can't remember her name. Um, Danny Luna? Yeah, there it is. There it is. Like that those are the signings that you should be making, right? Like no, they should be trying to get the wrestlers that are making waves internationally that want to come to America. They did yeah. that with Speedball. Mhm. And Speedball listen, had a very quiet year this year too. Very very quiet. I mean, he did the indies, but it wasn't to the realm that he did that first year obviously yeah um outside of the osprey match of course um 
So I think they just need to lean on that if they want to. They need to know who they are. They don't need to do like these random spooky things. They don't need to do, you know, do the random spooky things and then have like this great X division match and then have this like weird world title feud. Like they just figure it out, figure it out because TNA can be something that people want to watch. I really do believe that Ryan likes TNA. That's why he's total nonstop Ryan of the year 2024. Right? Like that, that give me a reason to want to be total nonstop. I'm never going to, it's never going to happen. I'm not even going to sit here and lie. It's never going to happen. Um, but I mean, our, our history of relation, uh, relationship with impact wrestling the, in the past has always been a roller coaster. It has, because I think they can be good. Coaster. Yeah, they have, they, they, and that's the thing. It's like, I don't want them. I never they do expect- a lot with the little. Yeah. I think that's completely true. They, have a small roster, never, they do a lot with it. I never expect TNA to put on, better quality than AEW. I never expect TNA to put on more spectacle by WWE, but if they can at least hold my interest for a pay-per-view fine by me, you know, if I can at least have like a couple matches in there, I'm like, that was pretty good. Or that was really good. I'm okay with it. I'm not expecting much from them. I will take at something at least good and entertaining from a old TNA, but I will see what that is uh in the new year uh so maybe some quick hitters we'll pick up the pace a little bit here nwa no <laughs> terrible year tires <laughs> as champion no one cares you you had a chance at a tv <laughs> deal and you ruined it yourself screw <laughs> off buddy like the absolutely least, not. the least <laughs> the worst year probably in wrestling i'm looking at a list of wrestling promotions honestly they're probably I mean, are they worse than the, the AAA? Uh, you're putting a comment on the thing from Visionary Vince. This Gotta is about Impact. This is about TNA. Not about NWA, are we sure? Uh, Got to rely on your home ground until you build your own start and show that you can. Go younger. Why? Well, I also, so I also feel like that, that also might also apply to NWA, too. Yeah, <laughs> but no one cares what NWA. Next. Yeah, no. It's, it's, it's been a rough year. It's not news. being covered. It's no. not being covered. No, I've no, no, officially no. fully talked. Great, great point, Visionary Vince, on Impact. I absolutely agree. Leon Slater should come in next year and be an X Division star. Ace Austin and Chris Bay should move up to the world title picture. These are things that need to happen. You need mm-hmm. to go with Masha Slamovich in the world title picture officially. These are things that need to happen. You have young talent that are really good. That are really good. I want you to now believe in them. To quickly go back to NWA, I will ask this question. (laughs) Is there, is what could, I want to really play in the space with me for a minute, Scotty, open up your mind, play in the space for me. Mind open. What could the NWA do to turn their promotion around in terms, if they if they have any interest in doing that, do you think what what can they do in twenty twenty four to really turn their interest around for the hardcore or, or casual fan base? Uh, sell WWE and be part of their ecosystem and not exist anymore. Not really playing fully in the space. That's sort of a sort of a well, they just sell sell their thing and stop existing. That's uh, that's the best way. Listen, the thing about NWA is. I think they have some talent. My answer is uh, push Thrillbilly Silas. That's my answer. All right, sure. They, they have, have some talent. Oh, it's own Thrillbilly Silas. 
they have some talent, but they're trying to do something that I just don't know is a can be accomplished in 2024. And that's this weird studio wrestling that's still kind of old school. And like they have they have an identity. They do have an identity, but it's not a good one. It's soulless. It's soulless, and they have bad world like no one wants to see EC3 as world champion face off with I have no idea who he's facing at this next pay-per-view. I saw the graphic. I assume Matt Cardona. I just have to. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, We didn't even talk about it. They're also going to be losing Camille. They're (laughs) going to lose Camille. Listen, And that was one of the best wrestlers and best stars. And someone, whenever I watched NWA, I'd be like, I want to watch the Camille match. She's really good. I think someone like Kenzie Page is quite good. Yeah. And I think those are the types of, again, Going for younger roster members who are unheard of. Like I said, uh, I, I really think Thrill Billy Silas is really good, legitimately. That's not a joke. He's really good. They have he they have something in him the same way they have something in Kenzie Page. It's about the problem like is they don't de- they need to develop. Uh they go back to before COVID happened. No, sure. That's what they need to do to save I their agree. product. I completely uh, but agree. But I'm done talking. We're not covering this comp this company this year. MLW, Major Leaguer, they sort of had an interesting year as well where they're all over the place. They start the year, I believe, last year as like an Azteca underground, sort of Lucha underground gimmick. Uh, Then they kind of just doing their own thing. And now they're at this point where they've lost a bunch of people and they're booking a bunch of like beyond wrestling talent uh, and indie stars. Um so they're not re- like they've lost a step. It feels like this past year, or they're trying to push new stars and they're trying to build up these next these people. But it really feels like they've lost a step. They've they're lo- lost Hammerstone, who was their cornerstone for the company in the past year or a couple years. Jacob Fatu is Jacob Fatu. Uh, they can build up stars, I guess. Whenever the biggest compliment I give MFW is. When they belt up a guy, they really present him well, like Alex Kane. They really present Alex Kane well, um, except there are so many times where MLW seemingly shoots itself in, uh, shoot themselves in their own foot. You complimented them earlier about how they have in the past, uh, at the later half of the year, help really worked on establishing these new relationships with CMLL, with Tokyo Joshi Pro. Uh, but like all their other previous relationships, it's kind of just like one or two wrestlers and then it's over and we move on to the next one. So yes. I don't know. It's MLW. <laughs> like they have a show tomorrow, Kings of Coliseum or something. No, Saturday. I don't know what the hell it is, um, but they have a show. There's not a single CML guy on this. Of course. What what, what, I don't even know. I literally have no clue what this card is. Don't even uh, hyper Masao of TJPW is challenging tonight. Huh? Oh. Yeah. If you anyone's ever seen Hyper Masao, this is a person this that plays is... a superhero. I was about to say that's um, a superhero gimmick, right? Is a complete comedy wrestler. Oh, and Matt Riddle oh, is back I in MLW. Forgot. Uh, we have a comment here from Jeff Bugenhagen. Did MLW rid themselves of Cornette? Yeah, that was years ago. But now they have Matt Riddle, so <laughs> so that's that's its own thing. I mean. Is 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 Matt Riddle a guy that can turn MLW around? For a certain fan base that doesn't know about all of his stuff, probably. Matt Riddle's still a popular guy. I think turning them around is a bit extreme. Do you think Sammy Callahan coming into this promotion will turn it around? Absolutely not. 
Uh, I'm looking at the card. Sammy Callahan versus the Toshi Gojima. That's I, I no, I no. <laughs> That's so that breaks my brain. That's so bad. Oh man, I don't like that at all. Uh, yeah, like the first. I don't know. Show, this show, show looks so cozy, Lariat. Yeah, this show is so weird. I mean, I'm, there's probably gonna be stuff I might check out. I'm probably gonna check out Fat Two and Riddle. I'm probably gonna. Them. That I don't know. I don't. Well, I, I don't well, want to talk a, about it this year. I will say there is a list that we do have of the maybes. The, the, I can tell you now, they're not on it. I'm I'm putting them on the uh, the no fly zone. That's wrong. All right. I'm putting them. What's next? Uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, kind of an interesting thing. I mean, I talked about this with my wife actually the other day. Of like, we don't really talk about weekly shows ever, unless it's something important. Like, unless something happens, like a winter is coming. That's in Dynamite, for example. We don't really talk about television. We just kind of talk about the pay per views. We talk about enough- down New Year's Revolution. Yeah, we don't really. We kind of just discuss the pay per views for everything, and that allows us the ability to uh, give us enough content to talk about. Ring of Honor is one of those promotions where. Their 2023, I think, has been really... I don't even want to say crappy because I don't know because I had zero interest in watching their television. Now, they put on three pay-per-views, and... were good. All of them, I would say all of them were pretty good. Uh, that last one, I was kind of shocked by how good it was. They're locked into pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah. They're like everybody we'll else. Talk about them, in, I'll talk we'll about, about them until the year. Exactly. We don't talk about them until their big shows come around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Bugenhagen uh, said in the chat, Athena's the best thing in the Ring of Honor, hands down. 100%. 100%. Now, I think she's been the only thing that I know about that's been good in Ring of Honor in this past year. Has Kyle Fletcher, like, wrestled. <laughs> since he won the title who knows maybe maybe i don't know what what can what can change television wise for ring of honor in 2024 beyond unless they get a tv deal is there anything that can really upgrade or change uh they return to tapings that tapings felt like they were they had like i was them. intrigued by those and then they went to live and they just became dark shows Mm-hmm. plus athena and whatever she's doing like that would be it it would be make give me a reason to want to watch it yeah athena clips i can find on social media right give me a reason and that's something i just don't see happening anytime soon so for now i'm just on pay-per-views like ring of honor had a great year from pay-per-views yep i don't know what tv was i don't really care um that's just the truth NXT, an interesting one. This is the past year where they have sort of evolved. Last past... year they were 2.0 when we did this. Yes, they've evolved past 2.0, and now they are fully back to the black and gold era of NXT. I don't know what to say about They brought in Dragon Lee this year. Next year they're bringing in Julia. I mean, they're around, baby. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. That last Never year we feel decided the need to cover it with Julia. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So here's the thing about NXT, right? And we're moving a little bit faster through a couple of these because we've got some quicker hitters. We have um, a lot of big companies you're just not touching on. Oh no, I'm I'm working America first, and then we're gonna go international. Uh we gotta hurry up then. I know. 
that's that's why I have all these quick hitters. Uh, what's interesting about NXT is that la- by this time last year, we both decided that we weren't going to talk about NXT because they were 2.0 and they were yeah. not good and we were not interested. Now they've sort of, I would say, r- r- righted the ship a little bit. Uh, they, yeah, they righted the ship. They got a little bit better. Uh, this past Whoa, couple- that trick. Whoa, that trick. Yeah. Whoa, that trick. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why that's why if Booker T was a white guy. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Scotty immediately embarrassed. Um this, so this year going into 2024, I don't really have like expectations other than I'm intrigued by Julia coming in, if that's the case. Reports are true. I hate um, it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Um do we want to talk about NXT? We did talk about NXT randomly on a PLE. Yeah, uh, I think once here, hear do me out shove here. Them in? Do we shove them in the lineup? Here, hear me out here. Okay. They get the tentative involvement. We'll give it a couple shows. You know, we'll give it till WrestleMania show, whatever the frick that one is. Stand okay. and deliver. Probably. If, if between those two shows they don't give us enough, we axe it. Because listen, realities. I like Ilya Dragunov as champion. I like yeah. Trick Williams. Me too. I might have to accept watching Julie on this stupid show. Tiffany Stratton. We talked her praise. I love Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton's who, awesome. Who is who just lost the match to become a stable hand for a day? Yeah. See, that's tough. Listen, we're not going to talk about TV ever. Yeah. Ever. TV. Not going to watch that. They are in the Ring of Honor section for now. Yeah. Pay-per-views only. Congratulations, NXT. If they ha- we, even if they have a special episode of television, we aren't going to discuss it. A New Year's Evil, perhaps. Oh, yeah, because usually those are bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, we may we'll Takeovers talk about only. I'm a good I'm good to committing to takeovers till WrestleMania. Give yeah. them a, a, sort of a it's trial true. basis. Uh, we and can say too. And if they stink, here's the problem. I end up watching them anyways. Well, yeah, that's that's on you. <laughs> You've watched them too. I don't watch all of them. There's some I skipped this year. Fully skipped. What was the last one? You watched the last one, so shut I up. I think I watched. You one. watched the last one. I kept last telling one? you to stop watching it. The oh, one with yeah. the weird ass deadline. Deadline. <laughs> I did that's, watch that's that line. The spirit. I told you to stop watching it. Yeah, you know what? They're in NXT. Just tries things at work sometimes, and makes it melodramatic. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Uh, you. Again, always. If anyone's in the comments, feel free to leave them. Thank you, Visionary Vince. Like, yeah, they do. They try a lot of things. Some things don't work. That's why we're going to do the pay per view thing for now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, mm-hmm. the PLEs. Thank you. I have a list of indies real quickly uh, to get our thoughts. Stack them all in one right here. Um, Quick hitters. Bang, 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 bang. Uh, yeah, I don't. Got we, didn't, we didn't really discuss indies a lot this year at all. Um, we had we, we had some on the list. It just never timed up in terms of topic wise for us to ever really talk about indies. Personally, in my wrestling viewing, I want to watch more indies than I did last year. I felt like I didn't watch enough, uh, and I, I enjoy less. I enjoy looking at that next generation of independent wrestling stars, but we didn't really have a chance to talk about them all this year. I have a couple. 
Uh, I think it's more so a, a list. I've only three listed down so far. And I would love if you have an indie that you watch folks in the chat, uh, please let me know. Cause I'm interested in watching more indies. Um, but let's just talk about some very quickly. West coast pro. Scotty doesn't uh, seem interested. Uh, West coast is an interesting one. They bring in the right people and stuff like that. I just like Chris Guerra as Booker. They have a relationship I, with Noah seemingly. They can go into the maybe column. Congratulations. We have our first maybe because they're like the only, they're the only indie that looks like they book like besides deadlock, but we can't do deadlock because they, they tape and then they air later and mm, pain. That was like, that'd be the only one I'd fully consider. Um, I have deadlock pro on here. I have, I, yeah, I have deadlock pro. It's tough. Cause like they don't air their shows live. Yeah, no. And like, it's, it's sort of a PWG situation where it's like, yeah, it's at least it's a week it. later, not a you know, month or six two. months or whatever. Yeah. Or never. Yeah, I, I think Deadlock Pro is something... Ooh, Jeff Bugenhagen says Deadlock is live now. They were okay. live once or twice. I don't know if it's full-time yet. Um, If it's full-time, then this could change. Then, we'll, then let's, put, let's put eyes on them, I guess. If they're live, we'll, we, we will try to do our best to discuss them. Yeah, because I like what they bring to the table a lot. I will say that. Uh, Defy. No. No? Oh, no. Darn. I like. I enjoy Defy. They're not live. They were, they've been live, I think, like twice this year. I think for the most part they aren't. Yeah. No. I'm good. That's fair. I'm probably going to watch Defy. Um, uh, Jeff Bugenhagen responds again. All of the, they're all of their shows are live now. The only ones that weren't this year were the three in Japan. So it seems like Denlock Pro is getting better and better by the minute. Uh, and finally, before we move on to international promotions, uh, GCW. Would you say that GCW had a good year in wrestling? I don't think I watched a single minute of their year in wrestling. Um, let me look at my match list. Things. Didn't time out, time out, time out, time out. That reminds me. Did Andrade say he was going to do GCW events in the new year? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he's he doesn't and need a contract. He's not going to do them. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, when are they? When are the? Is it like middle of it? Because I imagine Andrade he, he already is... done them all. <laughs> like we have no idea. There's no way to check. Um, Here's the thing about GCW, okay? Well, no, real quickly, I I wonder if he's not showing he's not showing up to the Rumble or something like that, and then so that he can then work, you know, whatever you can work these GCW dates. Uh, someone, I just pulled up on my matches list. I uh, hear you in the chat. Only reason I watch GCW is for you, Tommy. A hundred percent. I remember watching those matches. <laughs> watch those shout out to the queen baby you're absolutely right yeah um gcw is kind of like uh if they do something maybe if they run i watch the wrestlemania shows yeah we do the collective we do the collective we keep Um, the collective in i i looked at i watched drew parker's last death match 
Um, all right. Listen, listen. Here, here's what we're gonna do with GCW. Okay. Are you listening? Uh huh. The collective. That's it. Move on. We have the entire. We have the entire country of Japan to get through. I fully forgot that I went to a GCW show this year. That's oh yeah, you saw my kingo. We have an entire. We have Japan to get through. I know you're gonna bring up Rev Pro, so let's go. Yeah, maybe. Uh, GCW is a no, um, unless <laughs> unless it's the collective, or unless they find a way to go back to Hammerstein. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, think. I will. You know what? You're here on the show. If you if you're a listener at home, I will come on the show and review if they do Hammerstein again. <laughs> no <laughs> matter what, I will watch the whole show. We will break that. We will open Ring Post Radio with Hammerstein talk. That is a promise to you, listener. We could get even more riskier and say, whoever runs the Hammerstein next, we will cover. And then just pray like it's Ring of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We can, we can do that. Whoever next runs Hammerstein, we'll talk about When's it. When's the last time Hammerstein was run? I mean, probably GCW. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Uh, what's next? Uh, New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling, the next big ticket item here, I think we'll definitely lock them in to discuss them. They're a lock, yeah. They're, They're 2023 interesting. <laughs> There's a couple of buffs at the end there. I yeah, mean, there are. The, like... <laughs> they, so what? They started with the Okada rain, correct? Yeah. The Okada, uh, they... I hate children rain. Yeah. The Kaito Kiyomiya feud kicked off the year. Yeah. Uh, that was really good. Yeah. Um, the they had, summer. Uh, they had in... Omega take the title hostage. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Hiromu was champion. Um, he, good first half of the year that a lot of people enjoyed. I was less, I was less high on it than others. Ryan wrestling, if you haven't figured out by now, folks. He has yet to be excited about a promotion, but when we get to Rev Pro, oh my god, <laughs> my mind. I I'm so upset how little you enjoy Rev Pro. I love <laughs> Rev Pro, baby. Um New Japan Cup. I honestly don't remember anything. It was that. good. Was it? Okay, good. Sonata did his turn through the cup. Um oh yeah, was, he did. It was more of like a character New Japan yeah. Cup. Yeah, yeah. It was a shorter. This year's supposed to be shorter, it looks like, based on the dates. So, yeah, that should be interesting. G1 Climax, fine to pretty stinker. good. Bum ass stinker. It was fine. It was fine. There was some good stuff in there. Okay, let me rephrase. It wasn't a stinker. It wasn't bum ass, but let me, it, it should have been so much better because it's the G1 Climax. That we can both agree on. Final uh, two days, though, phenomenal. Mm hmm. Um, a great question in the chat. Are you also talking about New Japan Strong? Yeah, we're kind of just awesome. Yeah, we talk about all their um shows. Yeah, we'll talk about Battle in the Valley for sure. Um, the Valley, whatever the next one they do is in like six months because they seem to squish them all towards the end of the year. I assume that they might. I wonder if they're going to do something around New York again now that Stardom has announced something. Why New York? Oh, sorry, not New York, Philly. My my apologies. Oh yeah, they will, they will. Um, New Japan's the one running the well, stardom, unless they just want to run New York. 
<laughs> I mean, they could. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I'm just looking through my match list. The G1 Climax was finally good up until the last two nights. They were pretty good. Post that, I don't really remember much. But once the trios titles went on uh, Tanahashi, Ishii, Okada, we talked yes. about that. We love that. Real wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're still champions, by the way. I know they are. New Year's um, dashes tonight. I said it. I said it uh, when I tweeted at the CA, and I said it on Ring Post Radio previously. I think that Zack Saber Jr. was one of the greatest champions of 2023. Uh, he had a great reign in the TV title, solid defenses throughout the world, really. Um, and I'm, you know, I I think he had a great run this year. Um, Okada was great throughout the year, uh, through both halves of his <laughs> various year things in his year. Um, Okada, good. It kind of falls off there. I think Naito had a sleepy year. Had yeah, a couple yeah. of matches of Okada the beginning of the year. Naito was sick. He had a good first couple months of the year, and then he kind of just kind of disappeared. He had a Naito year. <laughs> he had a Naito. If Naito doesn't have a title, this is a Naito year. Uh, here's here's he had a Naito year where it's like we need you to get to Wrestle Kingdom, yep. <laughs> and he's like, "All right, I'll get there. All right, I'll get there. No promises after." Um, I think with New Japan, it's very interesting going to the new year. Like this past year's whatever. Sure. I think it's pretty. I think we've talked about it on the show so many times over the past couple of weeks because of Wrestle Kingdom. Um, what's next? Right now that we've gone to Wrestle Kingdom, the Wrestle Kingdom to me is the end of their year because now we're building up to the next one, and. Yeah. It's the first year under President Tanahashi. Yeah. Another fascinating year. Kind of like WWE, kind of like AEW, where we're just like, all right. Yeah. Stuff stuff is up there. We'll see what happens. When New Japan was great, they were great this year. Like, Mm -hmm. top-tier fantastic. Still probably one of the best, you know, companies. And I don't think their lows are, like, all that bad. It's just kind of quiet, right? Yeah, Um, I can agree with that. The, now we're in a we're in a transition phase for New Japan because they're losing a lot of talent, right? Osprey's gone, Tamatonga's yeah. gone. Yeah, we mm-hmm. don't know who else is gone. Clark Connors, I saw today, saw that his contract yep. is up. Granted, Clark Connors had a contract apparently. Number one, number two, people work without a contract in New Japan all the time. The they sign line. people for one year contracts all the time. We'll see what happens. Yeah, um, but the, it's a transition phase, right? And they're going with a lot of new names to try to establish them, right? ELP and Hikaleo are the tag champs. David Finley is the new IWGP global heavyweight champ. Call that one, baby. A title that you need to establish because while it's a beautiful belt, that that doesn't make the championship and they desperately need the secondary title to be great. Yeah. That's something that they've been missing consistently since they nuked the intercontinental. And the Uh, question is, is David Finley the guy that can do that? Is Tomatonga a guy that can do that for a month? I'll tell you who is the guy. Dolph Ziggler, baby. That's the guy. That's the guy. 43 years young. Still got the blonde flowing hair. Are you kidding me? No, in all seriousness, 
Um, Tell me when I'm telling lies. Exactly. Exactly. I th- they're they're in such an interesting spot, but they still have some of the best talent in the world at their disposal. Like Shingo Takagi, I think showed everyone again that he is one of the best in the world, and this guy needs to be pushed back up the card. They have the young crew: Yota Suji, Yuyu Amora, Shoto Umeo, Ren Narita, Kaito Kiyomiya. Sometimes Ryohei Oi was gonna come back. Sometime this year, it seems, based off of where he is in his growth. These are the guys that de- these are the guys that will decide what kind of year New Japan has. It's not the foreigners, it's not the Okadas and Naitos. It's these four guys. If they're allowed to get the ball and run, they are going to have a great year in New Japan. Mm-hmm. I said we haven't reviewed the show yet. We'll review it on this upcoming Sunday's episode of Ring Post Radio. But your goal for next year should be Suji and Shooter. Based off of what I saw at Wrestle Kingdom, it should be those two. The crowd adores them. They're very clearly ahead of the other two. I don't like it's not even close. I, Ren Narita got a spooky gimmick change, which is something yeah. uh, classic wrestling trope of people who aren't really clicking at all. <laughs> I think Ren Narita can figure it out in the heel thing, but listen, he's very behind. And Yu Yu Amora, yeah, he got a win. We'll he's brand new still. So yeah, he's still brand new. But the other two, the other two are they're there. The crowd wants them to succeed. And now it's time to run with them. It's time to make them stars. And I think that's going to determine where New Japan is. And, and they're going to have to bring in new talent as well. I think this is something we can ignore. <laughs> you know, they already started with Dolph Ziggler. I'm not kidding. That is something that they have done. And it's a decision that I'm actually for. Like, why not? Let's see what happens, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it. I also, I'm, in, I'm intrigued, you know, it's exactly. something different. They, we talked about it as like they're losing a lot of international stars to AEW right now. Um, they need something. And, you know, Ooh. Ziggler will be interesting. I mean, the Ziggler, can I just talk about it real quickly? Ziggler's post Good. WWE run tour setup is so fascinating. Like, he books, he gets a Puerto Rico booking. He is seemingly going to do a, a Japan tour, or not maybe not a tour, but a Japan show. At Battle in the Valley, Japan. probably. Oh, it could be the Battle in the Valley. I didn't think about that. It could be Battle in the Valley. Um, like what? What is next? Back Puerto- he went to Japan. Tells me he's going to do a tour. Yeah, like Puerto Rico, Japan. What else is this kind of guy going to do? Is he going to work the Von Ericks in Dallas? Like what? Where is he going to go? He's going so to a territory some- run. I think it's something important. I don't I don't know this, but I don't know if he's married or not. I don't think he is. Um, but like that has a lot to do with like someone willing to travel and sure. do these types of things. If he becomes a key f- foreign talent for them, who am I to say no? Like well, listen, last time I saw him care, he was good. They they just lost Osprey. So I'll take I'll take any foreign talent. Who who is the next top guy foreign talent? David Finley is obviously the one they christened, but he's not there yet, folks. We talk he's about it all the time. He is not there yet. I thought he looked good in the match yesterday. Okay, um, but he's not there. 
Like he's not there to replace Osprey. And no, listen, Zach lost. I don't know what Zach's doing. Um, I, it, I, at the end of the day, I would have said, "Oh, maybe Tama Tonga's the guy that can do it." And then he's like, oh, "I'm going to be leaving at the end of the month." I was like, right. "Ah, they, sorry." They need Zach to stay, and then they need to bring in young, new talent from four. Like that's that's their best case because yeah, Zach, you're not Zach is the foreign talent right now. You need to push him more. You're not always going to get the Omega. We talked about this with Chris Samsa on our preview. You're not going to get the Ospreys and Omegas always. If you do, great. Yeah, but. But you need to go for these young talents that are going to learn for three years, right? Mm-hmm. The Calum Newmans. Mm-hmm. I would have loved Leon Slater here. Um, I think Luke Jacobs is obviously a guy we continuously talk about on this show. Yep. Uh, there are people in the U.S. Indies that maybe we don't even know about. I thought Titus Alexander would have been great. He's in Noah right yep. now so i'm just happy he's doing something in japan mm-hmm. but it's guys like that that are going to probably make the most difference for them in the new year while getting behind the guys that they already have uh but they still have the top talent that are capable enough of pushing them through any any woes without osprey any woes without anyone else um they just got to pick the right guys and you know they have tanahashi as president for a reason yeah and then again tanahashi is president who knows what's going to happen? Who you know? Obviously, he will. They're be obviously having... going to go with Gabe and people like that too. So, yeah, who knows what's going to happen? With obviously, he was probably already in some sort of committee, and he was already have a say in the room. But now he has even more say. What is twenty twenty four going to look like for New Japan? That's I don't know. Again, a lot of a lot of me shrugging today with major wrestling promotions, the yeah. top three major wrestling promotions. I'm over here being like, I don't know. It's going to be WWE is the safest bet right now. Fascinating, which is fascinating. Well, they, they should the, be with how they, they, they are. Yeah. Uh, Noah, Pro Wrestling Noah, a company that we used to talk about a lot, quickly dwindled from the likes of Jake Lee's title reign um, to the point where we kind of just stopped talking about them altogether unless it was Jake, until Jake Lee lost. Now, I know that we are not high on Noah, but now it's they weird, have you know. Kano holding the belt. Yeah. Um, I guess seemingly they have a bushy book. No, 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 no. I watched Kaito Kiyomi and Jake Lee tell that man to get out of the ring. That is over. That's probably accurate. Uh, who? Yeah, who knows if they're going to bring him in again at some point this year? But who knows? What are your thoughts on Noah back in the ring again? Noah's really weird. Kaito has that a weird gear. Noah's really weird for me because, like. I don't think I want to abandon them yet, Ooh, but really? they're they're on a timer. <laughs> you Ooh, know, it's old NXT. Give them to, like we give Noah to WrestleMania. Uh, we need to pick a more specific time for them. <laughs> when's like, their um? When's the uh, uh, cyber fight show? They didn't do that last year, so never. Oh, great. <laughs> they did Muto show instead. That's why. Yeah. Which well, then they'll probably do that show. They'll probably do the cyber fight show. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do summer. We'll give Noah till the summer to impress us. But if Cano loses and the champions something ick, I'm done. I'm out. Like they are. They are the tentative. We're gonna talk about their shows, but we have a strict cutoff if anything goes whack. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of whack, Jake Lee. 
What is he? Where is he wearing? What is he doing? The Undertaker. And now he has a weird tri- diamond tattoo on his yeah. neck. <laughs> he um, has a monocle and gloves and a cane. Jake Lee gets the world title again or gets a world title match soon. I'm just cutting it off. I think that's fair. Um, but like, Cano gives me hope for some stupid reason. Cano gives me hope. D- uh, El Hijo de Dr. Wagner Jr. coming back and returning to Noah gives me hope because he had a fantastic year in 2023. Kaito Kiyomiya should give me hope. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he needs like, his own uh, own battle. Here's block. the thing. He gives me hope when he wrestles because I think he's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like, do they want to book him to be fantastic? Uh, the first match they're doing this year after the show is, uh, you know, Kano and Goshiyazaki literally like in a week and a half. So I'm into it. I'll watch it. No. So we're going to keep them in the slot for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they are on the shortest leash. Okay. Uh, all Japan. I think maybe weird timing. Weeks. Yeah. I think <laughs> two weeks ago, maybe a week locked. ago, you and I were locked in. We're watching everything. All Japan. Yeah. We're an all Japan podcast now. Yeah. 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 And then the past week or so of Charlie Dempsey and all this WWE stuff, you know, and then leaving the president getting infatuated seemingly by all this stuff, and whatever's happening fully behind yeah. the stage in that regard, yeah. a bunch of people leaving. Yeah. Um, oh, it's it's. I mean, Nakajima and Miyahara is still there. So yeah, here's the I, thing. Here's I think I'm still thing. into it. We're adding it to the shuffle this year. I can agree with that. I, we got to add willing, it to the shuffle. Because still I, willing to add it to the shuffle. I still think they have magic going on. They got they booked Takeshita, so maybe there isn't a WWE. Thing. They booked Takeshita. Yuhei Aoyagi's, by the way, going to DDT to face Takeshita at one point. I'm not saying we're watching, talking DDT, but holy shit, that's awesome. Um, we're not talking DDT, by the way. I don't think we're going to no, talk DDT. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, oh, no, 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 probably not. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm Listen, okay fully with all Japan had a great year, and then they, they had, had a last minute hiccup. Such an incredible year! Such an incredible year. They had a last minute hiccup of this WWE stuff, and then a bunch of people leaving all of a sudden. Yeah, and it's and like the, the point where the president is actively being booed at their shows at his own shows. Notably, I will say this: out of all the people that left, only one of them mattered to me which was Shuji Ishikawa, which is a big deal because he was the booker. Uh, but, you know, we'll, we'll wait, right? You're telling, we're, we're... Me, you're telling me Yoshi Tatsu didn't break your heart? No, 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 no. He's in DDT now. Um, <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Go, he fell down lo- the ladder. <laughs> we're locking in all Japan. Yeah. We're, we're locking, locking in all Japan. I'm, we're... We're riding with Kento. We're riding with Nakajima. We're riding with Aoyagi. Anzai. That, Anzai. Those are our guys. Yeah. Those four alone. That's I'm a good foundation to, to, to watch. Listen, watch. if we're riding with Noah even remotely, then we got to be riding with All Japan. Because <laughs> at least I know All Japan is going to be pretty good. Hey, look, and maybe at some point of the year, All Japan turns into NXT Japan. And, you know, that then we, I guess we still talk about it. Uh... I really hope <laughs> that doesn't happen. Uh, I really hope it was, you know, William Regal just wanted his kid there, which by the sounds of it, that's absolutely what he wanted. Yeah. Uh, Stardom. Fascinating 2023. Very political (laughs) behind the scenes. 
I would say I would a say down year. Polarizing twenty twenty. I know you you're biased, of course, towards stardom in, in various different ways. From my perspective, a down year for the promotion, mainly due to a lot of political turmoil behind the scenes in terms of their booking. Uh, there's been a lot of moments uh, this year where I was just like ice cold, not watching the promotion at all, and I needed you to drag me along and be like, Scotty, what is good on this show? What what do I need to watch because I'm not interested in anything? Really down year for them. Really disappointing year after the several years in a row of great stardom Josh, uh, Joshi wrestling. Next year, now that we have figured out the political turmoil, we could be another point here. Visionary Vince stardom year was summed up by injuries. Another great point. Now that political turmoil has been to rest, now that the booking seems to be back in order. They're also going to be losing Julia, so that sucks. No, will Stardom be on on a better path in the new year? Listen, I've watched three Stardom shows over the past week. Unbelievable! I texted I you couldn't. before we started saying, "How have you already watched fifty two matches this year?" I am. Yeah. I've watched. I've watched eighteen, <laughs> and you've watched fifty two. Get better. You're insane. Get better. I don't know what You're you insane. want me. To Get better. Um, this is why we don't do the match race anymore. Uh, that and I'd never want to do that again. I couldn't be more excited about Stardom after a three-show period than I am right now. I love to hear that. You have Micah's world champion. I have not seen any of these shows, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you are you are useless to this conversation. Thank you. I don't I don't even know why you're here. Why are you even here? You haven't watched anything. What are you doing? Yeah. Whatever. Mike is world champion. All right, enough. Sayori Ano is wonder of stardom champion. The Triangle Derby is done. It's over. We already did it, baby. Gone. Mayu Yutani and Shuri had one of my favorite matches in a very long time. Right before Wrestle Kingdom. And DDM is over. Donezo. Finished. What did I miss? What? That's yep. news news to me. What yep. are you talking about? Julia pulled the plug um on the uh show yesterday, the Idion Gate show. I guess that makes sense. She's leaving the company. So it makes right. sense. So that, that was the confirmation that she's leaving. And and for most people, they will listen, they will go into this year with fear, with sadness, with you know, upset about Julia. Listen, folks. I'm not going to sit here and say losing Julie is a good thing. It's not. I'd be a goddamn liar if I said that. I talked about on a previous episode how she was the most connected to the North American audience of any of the stardom wrestlers. Losing her, who's after that? Starlight Kid, maybe? Back against the wall. New stars having to be made. That is what Rossi Ogawa does. That is his entire stardom run. He's lost Dio. He's lost Kyrie. That's nothing. He lost Hanakamura, Anarisa Shiki, and Kagetsu, and Hazuki in like a five month period due to all different situations. And they ended up having their two strongest years ever in 2021 and 2022. Losing Julia is something you set yourselves up for. Because Julia has been locked in 
to a WWE future for, in my opinion, for three years. That's why you signed Suzu Suzuki. That's why you bring in Sayori you know. That's why you sign all these talents. That's why you debut five rookies that are bringing so much potential right off the bat, especially the, the rookie of the year, Yuzuki, that they're very excited about and ri- rightfully so. That's why you do all these things because you're trying to create excitement heading into the new year. They have Micah on top as world champion. That is a trial and error type thing. They're going to let her ride and see what happens. They have all the right things in place to make this work. I am really having a great time with stardom after. Listen, this is coming from someone that I agree. It was a down year for stardom, 100%, especially compared to the last two. It's uncomparable. Uh, You know what's the benefit for stardom? So many companies had bad years that it's like they almost, you know, know, they eat down. Yeah. Um, So many companies were like in the news because they were having worse and you know, things were getting worse and then started finally got in the news and that's when i think it really hit the end of last year was bad bad as bad as can be truthfully like i think we got to the worst and now they're coming out the other side trying to rebuild and figure themselves out with the most talented women's roster in the world that's not a bad thing to have i'm very confident about where they're going based off of three shows that's insane. You need to understand how I was feeling the previous 12, 16, whatever shows. Between yeah. the five star and Dream Queenum, I was upset, people. Was I bad. was upset. I didn't like wrestling anymore. I was pretty sure. But I'm feeling good now. And there's excitement, even with Julia leaving. I, I can't stress that enough. They, the, the, it's scary, but this yep. is where stardom. Is this is something they're used to? This isn't like New Japan where they're losing an Osprey and don't have an immediate successor. Yeah, they need to make someone new for the Western fans to love, like a Julia. Okay, take your pick. Someone's gonna get there. Wrestling has always been built off the backs of new, young, uh, underutilized talent. The problem with New Japan losing a bunch of people and looking at the rest of the roster and being like, "Oh, hey, who do we have going going for it?" We've always talked about it's the new four guys, the ones you have to be pushing. Um, those are who you have to be pushing. Stardom is in a position now where they have to, like they've always been, push new young stars. And what? And they they've done it time and time again. I completely agree with you, Scotty. They've done it time and time again. They just have to do it once more. Do it again, do it again, do it again. It's what they do. Micah's world champion for a reason. She's next of getting pushed up. Suzuki won the five-star Grand Prix. She's now up there. It's a ro- it's a rotation, mm-hmm. and they have people ready to get rotated in. And what's really nice about stardom is that the, since they lose a big star every couple of years, if not <laughs> every, every year or so, uh, they're constantly revolving that door. Uh, yeah, they've constantly uh, the need to revolve that door. I think they got to a not a scary place because they just you know they have the ability to sign people and and they have a lot of young talent, right? Suzu, Starlight Kid, Azami, but getting to a place where they're now like bringing rookie after rookie after rookie that are showing promise mm-hmm. that's that's what helped them. 
And yep. if you can develop these rookies and have them ready, you're going to succeed. And I'm very excited about what they're bringing this year. I think their first two shows of the year, like the Triangle Derby, it's whatever. I, listen, I'm just happy it's over, truthfully. I'm happy yeah. it's over, and I'm happy they got the belts off of Julius so that Shuri, Mariah, and Ami can... Listen, Shuri's doing something. Can't express enough how much I need uh, Shuri to be doing something to make stardom better. That Who was the highlight of two years, essentially? Shuri. She's got to be in the driver's seat. She's got to be doing something important. And uh, through two shows, she has. And I'm very excited to see what's next. They have a big cork in this weekend, so on and so forth. There's a lot to come. But uh, I'm hopeful. If you asked me a week ago before Dream Queendom happened... Oh boy, was I nervous. <laughs> um, and there's still injury. You know, there's still people coming back. Tam still has yep. to come back. She announced her return. Natsupoi still has to come back, who I think is like very needed um, just for overall, um, you know, feeling. And yep. uh, they, they have a lot of people. They have a lot of people. They're probably going to have more international starts too this new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, I feel a lot better now than I did a week ago. So I'm also uh, real quickly before we move on to the next one, uh, I am intrigued to see how the five star this year is structured. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we have been, we have promised, we have been seemingly promised that it will be restructured to better uh, combat injuries to these wrestlers. Yep. Um, since last year was riddled with them. I am fascinated to see what changes are made and if those changes are improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that will really, that, that will be the test that yep. that would be the tell of how the re- end of the year will be for stardom. It's also uh, worth noting historic crossover is coming back this year. So Ooh, really? they, they announced that at the end, like in that press conference where they went over all that stuff, but people kind of forgot about it. You got lost uh, in the shuffle. Cause they never announced a date. So people uh, are like, okay, but they did say it's coming back this year, which I think is an exciting thing. That felt mm-hmm. like kind of the cherry on top to the first two years under Bushi Road. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Synergy, which, you know, as we know after talking to Samsa, like Synergy seems to be in place a little bit more, yeah. hopefully under Tanahashi. So Yeah, um, and maybe we'll get a tag match with the with the president and the vice president. So we'll see how that goes. Yes, the uh, the vice president Mayu Itani. She's like, I don't, I would never want to be president, but I can be vice president. I was like, <laughs> now she gets funny. American politics. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking about a company that is losing stars, and I don't oh, know God. if they're as good of a star making machine as Stardom, but I this is fully on you, Scotty, of whether or not we want to discuss it this year. Tokyo uh, Joshi Pro. Yeah, I mean, if we're going based off one show which was yesterday. It was really good today. Technically um, Masha Slamovich had maybe the best match I've ever seen her in. Um, and I love Masha. I think she's great. Yeah. Um, but her and Mew grokked it. Uh, they're, they're interesting because they're in a growth period. They lost Yuka. They got to stop going to the same three people. Um, I, I, this, this past year, they sort of elevated people. And then they kind of went, For, back to the, yeah. <laughs> went back to the old well. Yeah, they're in a like, weird spot where I don't think they had a strong 2023, but it was all in purpose of getting people up the card, hopefully, mm-hmm. that when 2024 comes around, they actually 
give them chances. Um, but it's a question of does that happen? I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there again. There, I think the best bet with them, if we, if they even want to be considered here, is you wait until their true big show, Grand Princess, and see how that goes. Because like that needs to hit for me personally to like be interested. Let alone bring it in full topic. So I think the best bet is we cover that show, whatever the hell it is. Unless it stinks, then we never speak of this again. Sure. Um, and maybe that's where we decide because I would obviously love to have more Joshi in here, but there's not a lot of options. Um, because I uh, hunting for indies that is not a fun time. This is Wrestle Universe. Wrestle Universe, you just sign in and you're like, oh, there it is. Woohoo. Yeah. Um, so I think when Grand Princess comes around in March, that's like, we'll see. But until then, it's whatever they're not they don't have like these major shows enough either that like you have to worry about it and yeah. it'll depend on what they're planning with america stuff too because that's a big focus of theirs for a good for good and for bad i think yeah um now my turn to talk about promotion rev pro i think yes. i think they've had a great 2023 i greatly enjoy rev pro they talk about star making machines. Uh, I don't necessarily want to say star making machines, I guess, in terms of an indie level. They they are the only thing that exists in European wrestling right now, it feels like. Um, in Rev Pro, the uh, England scene is completely You're not dead. a progress maniac? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sadly, no. Um, Sadly. WXW are just kind of still doing their thing. Um yeah, it's uh, RevPro has been great, and whether or not they are a true star-making machine, let's say, I think they're one of the best generators of good wrestlers. They've put out a lot of really good wrestlers in the past year or so, um, ever, really ever since the pandemic. Um, you know, Leon Slater, Luke Jacobs, uh, I've, Connor Mills has sort of put it together in the past year or so. Um they put out a lot of young talent and they're constantly generating new young talent. So I would love to keep talking about RevPro. The the things we talk about RevPro are really just the big shows, the anniversary shows, their high stakes shows. I know they have a big high stakes show coming up next year in I want to say it's February. Is it February? Is it actually called high stakes? Yes, it is actually called high stakes. I want to say it's uh high stakes yes that's that is um and february 18th that is so far michael oku versus will osprey that's will osprey's last match in rev pro shinko takagi versus gabe kid and robbie x versus mustafa ali so far announced for that show um so i like what's that what a weird show yeah so things like that where it's like High stakes. I'm fully down to talking about that. Uh, their anniversary show, totally down to talk about that. Um, their uh, uh, what the end of the year show, Uprising, totally down to talk about that. Otherwise, we're probably not going to talk about the, all the live events or their smaller pay-per-views or anything. But if it comes up, I'm fully down to it. It's a question of whether you want to join me on that run, Scotty. I guess we. I guess it doesn't matter. We're a one-vote system here. So if I'm talking we are about a one-vote system, if someone wants to talk about it, we talk about it. Um, I think 
I think if anything, if I had to give one pushback on Rev Pro and how their 2024 is, it is what do they look like without Will Ospreay? That is going to be the real test uh, for Rev Pro coming up. That's um, where we get to decide if I never have to watch this again. Pretty much. That's the sort of uh, uh, till WrestleMania cyber fight show Grand Princess timer that we set on Rev Pro is. I guess Post the show Osprey. a couple times after Osprey, what are we, we have to get that sense right. of that is what does their post Osprey look like? Post billium. Uh, we'll see. I guess we'll see. Um, CMLL. Promotions, by the way, <laughs> this is a lot of promotions. We got two left. We got only two left. Uh, CMLL. Great year. Fantastic year. They're starting off hot this year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they they had um what do they have so far? Oh, they've probably had some matches already. Oh, baby. Uh-oh. First, Viernes show of the year is Dorada versus Templario for the title. Ah! That's good. That's good. Ah, oh, man, Tessa's back. She's, she's yeah. always she's been back forever. Uh, I thought she left. No, no, no. Um, yeah. I think she maybe left early a little bit and then came back. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I like CML was a show that like I don't think we're gonna be talking about their super Viernes shows week to week. I think we'll talk about them if it's like a super interesting lineup or we have a lighter schedule, maybe. A super show. Yeah. Uh Obviously, we'll talk about the anniversary show. I'm like, I'm fully putting them into the green category. The the we're going to talk about them, but I think they're talking about them as sort of more so like Pick we're going to talk about the super big shows, and then we're going to talk about right. like Super Viernes if we have the time or not. Right, right, right. Because Super Viernes is kind of like a TV show. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just yeah. a, a high level, high level TV show. I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm fully down. They had a great 2023. Just like Rocky Romero ruled CMLL, uh, Teton, Masquerita Dorada, um, Templario, Soberano Jr., uh, uh, Mystico, lest we forget. I'll even throw in Hechicero, a big fan of Hechicero. Uh, I greatly enjoyed the work of CMLL 2023. Uh, I really hope they keep it up in 2024. That's really all I can say about it. Yeah, I agree. I'm excited for uh, what they got. And if there's a big show, which you can kind of pick and choose, you you Mm -hmm. just look at their cards. Or if Lucha Blog decides to preview it, you kind of know. But yeah. (laughs) Follow Lucha Blog. That's really the best bet for figuring out. They're definitely in the green. They're definitely in the green. green. They're they're a full go. Uh, We'll try to focus a little bit more on them. I try to make sure, like, I see what they have booked every week. Yeah. Uh just too. so like I don't miss something. Um yeah. which I kind of did towards the end of the year besides Andrade last year. So yeah, we'll try to do a better job of including CMLL in our weekly lineups. Uh and last promotion, you can probably guess what it is. Triple A. Uh a year that was we put him on the list last terrible. Year. I, I put him on the list, really. That was a, a Ryan doing of like, well, we gotta talk about triple A, it's triple A. 
their year was so bad <laughs> that we fully stopped talking about them, not even mentioning them several moments of the year. I remember like a triple mania would be coming up and you'd be like, nope. I would. There was a point where I would talk about, we would talk about triple mania in terms of me bringing up as a surprise bit where I said, got to talk about this. And I would run through a terrible card for you. I fully stopped doing that bit. That's how bad it got. <laughs> Was it became no longer fun for me to do that. It's a bad promotion. It's real bad. I ask you the same question I ask about NWA. What can AAA do to, to turn your interest back around towards them? They need a lot. <laughs> uh, I'll start. I'll start first. Get well, Conan I'm not gonna... out of the get Conan away from the pen and the book. Well, that's the thing. I can't sit here and be like, "Oh, they need to, they need to sign." No, like th- that's not a thing. Right? They're not going to start signing people away from CMLL. That's not how this works. QT Marshall, baby, let's go. Yeah, like they have like Kingo. So Pentagon it. and Pen- they sell Pentagon. That's great, man. That's not awesome. really a new, not really a new star. They're sh- okay. They have a show. You know who they should bring in? This is a legitimate. They have a show Saturday. Great for them. You know who they should legitimately point. bring in? This is not a joke. Bring in in between tours El Hijo del Dr. Wagner Jr. You know, you, you casted him out to Noah. Time to start reeling him back in and him just uh. wrecking shop. And, then bring, so and bring in the fridge. Bring in his brother. Bring you in the fridge. Me, you remind me of Sobrano Jr. signed a year-long contract with New Japan. I just got very excited. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, bring in, do freaking Dr. Wagner Jr.'s child children, Galino Del Mall and El Hijo de Dr. Wagner Jr. Bring him in the AAA. I'll, I'll be interested in your promotion, Conan. Do that. I'll be interested. You, you don't think they actually like can do anything right like there's nothing they can do to get us interested they're like a weird point where it's like i feel like they're they're fighting just to keep vikingo (laughs) that's all it is they're just kind of fighting to keep Vikingo leaves their triple mania show their last one sure didn't even talk about it was so bad i don't even know what it was i think i wrote down that i was gonna watch the the main event I was like, "What's a AAA mania?" They made Sam Adana shave his head. Yes, that's that was what it was, and he's out of the promotion. I think I don't know if he's still in it. I think he's in. Uh, yeah, he's the last time he wrestled was in. Oh my god! Uh oh! Oh my god! Is it going to be some sort of weird? He doesn't really. He doesn't really count. Tim Storm still wrestles. Of course, Tim. Hey. He's in NWA, baby. He's wrestled Alberto El Patron twice in the past <laughs> month. Sorry, three times. <laughs> good, good for him. Good for him. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck Triple A. We're not talking about Triple A. No. 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 <sighs> well, there we go. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, Did we is there anything? Can I throw a promotion in? Um, sure. Yeah. Um. No, there's nothing that I'd actually I actually. Yeah, to I was scratching my head of like, what other things are there? Um, 
I don't think there's any other real promotions other than maybe like indies. Like, I don't really think there's any much Joshi more that we would talk about. If we're not really talking Tokyo Joshi Pro, I don't think we're going to talk about anything else. If we're not talking DDT, we're not talking to any other Puro. We're not talking Glite. Glite is fully out. Damn. No, I agree. I don't watch Glite anymore. Um, other than that, in America, it's like indies at this point. I don't think it's anything else. I think that's pretty much it. If there's any indie promotions in the comments, again, uh, shout us out. We would love to check them out. And if Deadlocks Pro is live, then I think we're going to watch some more Deadlock Pro. Sukaban, uh, and also uh, because he was in here, uh, <laughs> because he was in here earlier, Kitsune Women's Wrestling. Of course, we'll talk about, <laughs> we'll talk more about them. Uh, Choco Pro, Choco Pro. Again, if we're not really going to talk about Tokyo Joshi Pro, I don't think we're going to talk about Choco Pro. I don't um, watch that. Um, Sukaban, do we talk more about American Joshi scene? It's not really seen yet. That's fair. I think I, I they are at best eyes like just shows. Yeah, <laughs> at best of the shows, we'll see if yeah. it turns into something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think there's nothing left. So right now, what we we discussing in 2024 on Ring Post Radio is WWE, AEW, TNA, Ring of Honor, New Japan, All Japan, Stardom, Rev Pro, and CMLL, with uh, West Coast Pro and Deadlock Pro as our potential indies along with NXT, Noah, and Tokyo Joshi Pro all having weird timers and weird uh, conditions to whether or not we cover them on Ring Post Radio. That's what we do, baby. That is what we do, uh, baby. Um, that is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. We not appreciate everybody. We're back next week. We're back in a few days. This is not this week's episode. That um, thank you, thank you. This was I mean this week's episode. This this is our second. This is thank you so much for our bonus episode mm. of Ring Post Radio. We discuss the year in review, thoughts about the year in pro wrestling as best we can, and uh, uh, and our expectations for twenty twenty four. I am excited for this year in wrestling. Are you going to do? Do you change up uh, what you watch, or try you try to focus on other things? Do you have any sort of wrestling New Year's revol- res- revolutions resolutions? Uh, uh, for you, Scotty. Uh, yeah, I've decided to watch less things that I know that I won't be good. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Okay, I need to specify this. You so, can just say you can say TNA. It's okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. If I have to watch a show for this show, I'm watching it. But what I mean is, like, in my free time, if I know a match is just not gonna like knock my socks off be like this great thing it's like oh i like this wrestler i'm probably just not gonna watch it this time around like this first week yeah i have watched a lot of matches but this first week is different from the rest of the year for Mm -hmm. me like when new japan or not new japan new japan's bad example um but like when i watch a collision show i'm just gonna watch what i want to see and then i'm going to skip through the rest i'm not gonna sit there and watch you know some Brian Cage squash match or or Sky Blue versus who the hell knows. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not doing that anymore. Like I do that with WWE. Well actually to a lesser extent. I don't really watch WWE TV unless like it's a Gunther match at this stage or a title match. I try to watch title matches. That's my big thing. We didn't yeah we didn't really talk about it but I gotta go back and watch the Gunther Miz match on Raw because apparently that was really good. 
and we talked about that Gunther would be a Hall of Fame wrestler if he gets a good match out of the Miz. Uh, I don't remember if I watched that or not. Oh, I did. It was it was pretty good. <laughs> it was a lot better than the first one, thank which God. was weird. Which the first one, as we said, best Miz match, worst Gunther match. You're sure. But now we get a better match out of the Miz. All right, I'm in. Gunther is a wizard. But yeah, my my whole thing is like I'm trying to cut back a little because I want to get back into old stuff a little yeah. bit more. That was my goal for last year. I just fell off of it a little bit. I think there's a right plan here. I just got to readjust. And I obviously this first week has been a loss because I watched 10 straight hours of wrestling last night. Insane. From Dynamite to TJPW to Stardom to New Japan. But I had to watch the two Joshi shows um, because I had to record today before this show. So it's a little different. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to pick and choose more here and there and uh, just uh, try to enjoy a little bit more of what I want to watch while also getting back into some history. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Roy Lucier on YouTube, one of his many YouTube channels, he has a YouTube channel called Roy Lucier Japanese Ladies Promotion. Uh, for the past several days, he's been uploading old, looks like complete old episodes of All Japan Women Television. <gasps> That's exciting. Uh, from I'm seeing 1993. Yeah, like pretty much full. As many full. Ep- not everything. Not everything. It's it's really all over the place. It's almost like one episode from a month, <laughs> basically. Um, but he's been uploading stuff, so uh, I would I recommend that to you. Oh, Scott. I meant to say this randomly, um, but Riho wrestled in TJPW, mm-hmm. and this is like a complete gripe. If AEW is not going to use her, she needs to continue to wrestle in these companies because she's very good. <laughs> she had a five minute match where she pretty much just beat this poor rookie, and I was like, "This is great." more of this more Rio. but that's just the that's the thing that just popped in my head because i just saw a picture of her and i was like oh yeah she was cool Uh, um my new year's resolution this year is uh uh two years ago i think it was watch as much stuff as possible to really like get the full scope of wrestling in modern age last year watch nothing last year it was i barely watched any modern stuff last year it was like uh in 2023 it was try to watch as much old stuff as possible as i can yeah this year (laughs) this year it is i looked at my watch later playlist on youtube sure would like to guess how many matches 887 not 800 187 187 matches uh that's put in watch later you're uh not even close not even close 1410 videos that I put into my watch later. So why that is That's... my goal for this year is this year my goal is to tackle the backlog. <laughs> so we'll see how I do <laughs> with more matches that probably get put on it every day. Uh we'll Are we gonna watch prestige. Do you want to talk about prestige? We didn't really kind of had them. Eye, we've had eyes on them last year. And then we didn't really. Oh, Nightingale's on their show tomorrow. Yeah, this is Leo Rush. <laughs> what if instead of promotions, we just watch every Leo Rush indie match this year? I'm in. Pretty much <laughs> going to do that with Mustafa Ali. Yeah, that's probably true as well. Um, but yeah, 
I'm tackling the backlog this year. So, uh, hey, if you have a backlog, if you're a listener on Ring Post Radio, if you have a backlog, uh, join me on this quest to go through the backlog. Uh, I, I hope yours isn't as big as 1400, but uh, maybe it is. I just uh, wouldn't I do that. <laughs> you you would just start cutting things or just not post all these things. I, I mean, so much of them are just random matches. So much of them are just random matches. Some of them are like actual classic wrestling matches. How many uh, of them do you think are going to be bad? Oh, there's a good portion. Uh, let me, let's see. Why would I got, you watch? How how? Let's see. How quickly until my until my watch later can we get to a match that Scotty is not interested in? Ready? Probably let's start. Let's start. Ricky Steamboat versus Jimmy Snuka in 1981. Zero interest in watching Jimmy Snuka. <laughs> <laughs> but is that because of Snuka? Yep. Yeah, that's fair. So I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you a uh, you get a free trial. Okay, continue. I think I'll also get a free pass on this next two. I put them on here for obviously a specific reason. Killer Khan versus Terry Gordy in in uh, a world class championship wrestling, uh, and then Killer Khan versus Hulk Hogan. Killer Khan, of course, passing this week. I put them on there because uh, those were one of his more famous matches. Uh, and then right after that is in title match wrestling ladies night out 13 kenzie page ella envy and kylie alexa versus savannah evans danny mo and jada stone okay <laughs> scotty is not interested what about the one after this zaya brookside versus masha slamovich are we no absolutely not i think the game is now can we find one that he wants to watch Camille versus Hollywood Haley J. No. <laughs> Conan versus Vampiro versus Shocker versus Cybernetico. No. Okay, I'm just going to skip until I find a match that you might be interested in. Uh, 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 Rick Flair versus Kevin Von Erich for the NWA world title. Yeah, but that's because I watched Iron Claw. Oh, here we go. I think, I don't know. This might have been the one. I don't know. Suwama versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yeah, that's real stuff right there, baby. I think that might be the first the first true match that Scotty is fully into. The the one from Champion Carnival. Oh, fantastic. Yes, it was in the secret the VOW Secret Santa. I was like, oh yeah, I'm the one that gave that one out. I thought you did. I I wasn't entirely positive. It says uh, it on it. Well, yeah, but it doesn't say it on the freaking YouTube watch later page. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jeff Bugenhagen, just find a Mayu match. I, I wish I could search within <laughs> the, the yeah, this this function. Because I'm just going to be people, scrolling. People know how I work. People know how I work. It's Mayu, and then I don't give a shit after that. That is my uh, wrestling fandom, folks. <laughs> what about Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Jushin Thunder Liger in CMLL? Huh? Huh? I'm, I'm definitely it's intrigued. Like tw- 24 minute end the show we were supposed to be done an hour ago <laughs> what about okay last one uh pro wrestling noah kenta versus ted dibiase jr i, I mean think, i'm watching I, I i have a friend dylan uh-huh that listens to this show mm-hmm. big fan big fan if he makes it this far he's going to pop because this this guy has been talking about ted dibiase jr and noah <laughs> for the past couple months with me and i don't get it 
<laughs> and the fact you just brought it up makes it worse. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Let's get into it, folks. Yeah, that's fully why I put it in there. Was like, I gotta watch Ted DiBiase Jr. and Noah pre WWE. <laughs> what the hell is this gonna be? Uh, anyways, we should end the show. Uh, that's it for this bonus episode of Ring Post Radio. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the live chat. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to the audio episode, we appreciate you subscribing. Uh, and, you know, go tell your friends about Ring Post Radio. We uh, have a lot of stuff planned, a lot of hopes and dreams for 2024 for Ring Post Radio and beyond with the rest of the Countdown Network, of course. But obviously, for this case here, for Ring Post Radio, we have a lot of plans and dreams and hopes. So tell your friends about the show, uh, and we hope they can join us and join you all on this journey of nonsense. Um, Scotty, I don't know, we're not doing match of the week, but I guess anything to plug? Uh, check out Stardom Road uploaded this week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and oh, 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 little sneaky YouTube action. You kidding me? You kidding me? We're over on YouTube. Don't get used to it, folks. It's not going to happen that much. But we did do it this time around, and that's what matters. Um, I thought we did a great show. I really did. I thought we killed it. Um, I think it's one of our best shows to date. Based off the viewership, I think people have been enjoying the video. Uh, It was nearly three hours, which me and Trent said at the end of that episode, we were like, "Uh uh-oh, no one's going to watch this. (laughs) Um, But I've heard a lot of uh, positive feedback about it. I'm very happy about it. Um, and if if there's a way to sell people on watching this episode, give me one second. Just I will say. Start, start doing your plugs. The YouTube channel is basically just at Countout. I guess you could do, they have apps now. The Countout Wrestling Podcast Network YouTube channel. You know, it has our logo for Countout. So that's where all these videos lie. We also, yeah. we also we also you know live stream obviously if, if you're watching this on youtube right now you're at the channel subscribe do that right now uh and then you know watch the starter roster tier list maker uh from starter road episode 31 uh and then you'll be able to see uh more stuff we have clips we do all that stuff too um if you, know, you ever have- watch this video that we're recording on right now here is the tier list at the end <laughs> he brought, he I, I just i just want everyone to look at it Take a second, bring it in what you're seeing here, and then Focus go in death is at D? How dare you? Is it, oh, sorry, my apologies. It's D for death. No, you're fine. <laughs> you you got to listen to why, how we got here, why people are where they are. You got to understand. Try to sell the show here. Try to sell the show here. I mean, D for death, I'm fine with um yeah my plug is uh go subscribe to the countout network uh youtube channel uh one of the goals um my personal goal for this year for uh countout um since i am i guess uh, like tanahashi the president of countout or whatever uh is to reach at least 500 subscribers on the youtube channel we're at 385 right now uh so we're a little ways away but i think we can easily get to 500 by the end of the year um so that is my current goal for the counter Ch- network youtube channel so if you're not subscribed of course go check that out if you're literally watching this on youtube you can subscribe right now and we would appreciate it um that's my plug 
Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Icy. Follow Scotty at Scott E Wrestling. Follow the whole show at Countout Pod on Twitter and all the other social media apps. We're pretty much everywhere. Um, until this Sunday, uh, we'll be talking about a bunch of different stuff. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom 18, of course. Whatever happens on New Year Dash. Um, we'll be announcing the year-end awards. Uh, get, at least, sorry, announcing the nominations for the year-end awards. Previewing Teenage Hard to Kill, Battle in the Valley. We'll talk about all that on this Sunday's episode of Ring Post Radio. But until then, we'll talk to you all later. Uh, talk to you guys. Bye. This has been a Count Out Podcast. Count Out provides a wide variety of bonus content that is right at your fingertips. On the Count Out Patreon, our podcasts are creating bonus content exclusively for you, their listener. For only $5 a month, you can watch instant reactions to major shows, watch-alongs, early access to main feed podcasts, some fun goof and gag audio, plus shows from some of the podcasters' outside interests. It's the best way to experience all that the Countout Network has to offer. So head on down to patreon.com slash countout to take part in some of the best and most fun content wrestling has to offer. Again, that is patreon.com slash countout.